Let's go. Episode 112 of the No Ideas Original Podcast. Let me bring the crew in. Yo, what's good? What's good, y'all? Yeah, so I, I guess we know who Zane is running with for uh <laughs> for Sunday, right? Oh yeah, yo man. Yo, Zane, what's up, bro? How much, man? Just been cooling out, man. Just been cooling lately or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, just you know, trying to put some things together for the podcast. Turn, turn, um, Zane, turn your volume up. Your volume is low. Or it may be it may be on my end. Rob, is it low for you? No, nah, I can hear you. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear Zane loud though? Nah, he's a little he's a little low. Can you hear me now? A little bit louder. Say it again? You turn your volume up a little bit. Turn it all the way up, bro. Uh, yeah, hear me now? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Yo, Zane's yeah. working on some. What up? I want to say, yo, I miss you, yo. Where you been, son? Now I've been been cooking up something, man, for the podcast, and okay. uh, about you to have some about to have some arms and legs for the podcast, man. Uh, working on nice working on this nice little thing with uh, a homeboy of mine. Y'all meet him eventually. We're gonna bring like the the twenty two and beyond version of how on living color was but our own little spin to it okay and see now the good thing about that is like whether it's uh dave Chappelle's show whatever saturday night live yada 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 the main thing about it is that the people that i'm selecting for these roles for these skits they all look like these damn uh celebrities so that right. makes it even better right, right prime right. example like you know when uh dave Chappelle had the um the skit about Prince, it was funny, but he ain't look like Prince. <laughs> so imagine if somebody looked like Prince and was still doing the same type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. You yeah, been working so, there. So, so, yeah, so I'm investing in um a lot of the um the different type of cameras and all that stuff, the props and all that other good thing. So we'll all talk about it after the after the after the episode, man. But we, I got at least about so at least about a hundred people that's that's down with it, bro. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Okay. So we about to we about to have a nice little arm and leg for the no arms and legs for the No Ideas Original Podcast, man. That's dope. That's dope. Yo, shout yeah. out to my young brother Zani. I see you, young bro. He's yo, he's on the check in. Yo, let's uh let's get right into these topics. I don't know if you guys are following the story or not, but uh mm -hmm. this week in court, Cardi B end up winning, I think, originally a million-dollar lawsuit against a YouTuber, Tasha K, for definitely oh, yeah. character. Since, since then, her award has increased because I think they're also asking for Tasha K to pay her attorney fees, which put it at close to $4 million. So I yeah, wonder, man. From, from you guys' perspective, you know, um, is this a win for Cardi, or is this... Uh, uh, an attack on the First Amendment and Tasha Kay's right to freedom of speech. What do y'all think? Well, Rob. Well, to be honest with you, you know, you, you mentioned the First Amendment, but, you know, 
we're 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 allowed to say what we want, but if they're not true, that's what holds up. You know, mm-hmm. Cardi B, you know, Cardi B, shout out to her, man. She she did a great thing, man. That fire that was in the Bronx, she was able to cover some of the funeral costs for some of those families. I want to shout her out for that, first of all. That was dope. But, you know, this lady Tasha had told her viewers that she had herpes and she went on a whole list of different things. I mean, come on, man. You're a public figure such as Cardi. Is it true? You know, she talked about her cheating on her husband, her husband's on drugs. There's a, a slew of different things that she was she was allegedly saying that, you know, that, that created this suit. Um, you know, is it the First Amendment? I don't know, man. I mean, you got to be careful what you say, even on here with us. We got, and that's, and that's the reason why when we first started, we left the gossip out. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if someone true. hears on the back end the things that we talk about, they can hit us, man. They can be like, yo, Rob ran his mouth and said some shit. And now <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to commit suicide. And, you know, and, 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 and that's one of the things Cardi B was talking about. She was like, yo, man. I suffered from fatigue, weight loss, anxiety. I had to seek a therapist. That's true. I don't, you know, whether it's true or not, I don't, you know, you putting out some 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 false information is always why. Mm-hmm. But homegirl yeah. is like, look, I was just doing my job. You know what I mean? I was reporting the news. My platform was about bringing news to the table and she called it the machine. The machine is trying to bully me into mm-hmm. thinking that you know what I'm saying. What what I, I have written it, I have written it down. Yo, let, let, me, let me let me let me say this though. Like, um, it's funny you mention that because I thought the same thing. I'm like, I looked at this similar to you know all of the stories that come out, and people that that follow us may notice there are certain things that we talk about. There are certain things that we've strategically stayed away from. Now, all Stay of us originally from the Bronx, you know? So of course we have opinions on things that happen in the street and stuff like that. But we've made, I think, Mm -hmm. a strategic decision to avoid kind of integrating that into our show and the things that we talk about. And the reason why I think is because I know specifically for me, like there has to be a level of responsibility and accountability. Like what people forget with some of these individuals as celebrities or even regular people, you know, like these are are human beings at the core, you know, and what you say has meaning. Like if you're saying, if you're providing misinformation about somebody or about something to one person, one person alone, you know, that's a, that's, that's a bad thing. And I think that a lot of these people in particular on YouTube or whether it's on IG live or whatever it is, the journalistic integrity is going out the window. If it is about journalism, I think people just rush to put out whatever yeah. story to get whatever clicks, likes, views, or whatever right. it is, and they don't, right. they don't vet it. They don't care if it's true or not. It's just right. to me sensationalism, and people put them put the story out there. And to me, this is an example of Cardi B having time to hold her accountable for disseminating that 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 misinformation. And I think for some people may struggle with it because there's like this belief that if you're somebody who you're 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 supposed to be above and well off and stuff like that, that you're supposed to take these shots and you're supposed to have thicker skin around it, you know? But the, the reality, of, reality of it is that, yo, these are human beings that you're talking about and you up here yeah. talking about that they, they have sexually transmitted diseases and 
these things as, as it involves their kids and their husbands and stuff like that. Like, I, I honestly feel like that the woman, you know, this wasn't an issue as it relates to the, the first. She crossed limit. the line. This, this was, this was an line. issue, yeah, as, as it relates to her getting called out and Cardi B just basically saying, all right, since you think these things are true and you want to have these conversations with these things, not only am I going to prove that you're, you're providing misinformation, I'm also going to sue you for defaming my character for providing this information. And it should be a lesson learned. And she mm -hmm. got to pay punitive damages. She got to pay them litigation costs. <laughs> Your son. Yeah. She got to come out of her pockets. But she was, she, you know, she was saying, she, she allegedly said the machine was bullying her while the machine and, and, and corporate America interests is protecting, protecting prostitution, drug use, promiscuity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're glorifying violence. Uh, that wreaks havoc in our society. Now, all them things, you know, depending on who's listening or who's watching, all the things may be true from a corporate standpoint. But what you what you allegedly accuse this lady of having and doing, and if it's not factual, yo, son, you you just you kind of deserve to get sued for that, son. And you and you try to make it look like someone's bullying you, but you was the bully, Dang. looking for likes or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? I should be didn't Cardi B um, ask her to, to, to do a uh, retraction? She did. Well, I think she did. I think she took him down. She, she took, took, she took after, those videos down. She took him down after the lawsuit. But Cardi B originally <laughs> went to her and told her, yo, this is misinformation. You need to retract yo, the story. And I think that she told Cardi B the only way that she would retract the story is if Cardi B actually came on her platform and had a discussion about it. Gazzy. See the one thing that we both know about Tasha K, she's not of uh she's not an avid reader of the Art of War, um, and you gotta understand when she keeps saying in repetition about the machine, she has to understand if a person is is worth hell of a lot more money than you, well known millionaires, uh, a, a list celebrity, yada yada yada, you can't come out like he should have known what the end game was gonna be, like Cardi B has. Uh, 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 you know, stuff when she's going to the public, and she should have known because I think it's like basically with Tasha K was like, uh, she was trying to be Wendy Williams, but it definitely was uh, a bad, a bad backwash because okay. In the sense of Wendy Williams, she has a major conglomerate of like uh, business advisors and a multi-media uh, network that can, even though Wendy Williams can go off and say X, Y, Z about certain celebrities, they they will still back her. Tasha K don't have nobody to back her on that level. <laughs> <laughs> she, just, she just out here winging it, creating a podcast, winging it. <laughs> She already created her own situation, and I don't, I don't feel sorry for her. When you talk about somebody has herpes, and she said that her uh, Cardi B's father was a rapist, and all this other stuff, and a multitude of, all, of, of a lot Yo, of stuff, like she can't, she can't, she can't just think that Cardi B was going to sit, like just, just sit down and, and let that happen. Listen, man, we come yeah. from an environment, and I hate to promote violence. You make accusations like that, you get punched in your mouth, B. Yeah, yeah. You get, you get stepped to it, and, 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 I, and I want you to prove that what you're saying is true. 
That's, that, right. that, I just think that has no integrity. And then you're promoting your, you're pretty much promoting your podcast. Because she, she's back on air today. She's like, I'm right wow. back at it today. Wow. She got to get, them, so. gotta get them, do, them donations to pay for that lawsuit. But you know what? Yeah, the, the stuff about that, the machine stuff, though, and I, I agree, Zane. I think that, you know, the difference between her and Wendy Williams is when you do have a corporate conglomerate behind you, then, you know, you have the, the legal weaponry to be able to actually go to war around this stuff. Right. But I also think that it's the strategy that people use when they get jammed up or trying to put society on trial to me, right, it's just right. it's like an old tired, a old tired tactic. Like you know, if you can't mm -hmm. get called out for whatever your 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 issue is, and then as a result of you getting called out for your issue, you know, like saying you get caught with drugs, you go to court mm -hmm. and your defense is, well, there's drugs everywhere in society. Like no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work that it's way. Like, it's, yeah, it's like you know, she's trying. She's attempting to do what many of these people do. She's attempting to try to spin the narrative to try right. to be a victim. You know, to right. make it almost like this whole narrative around, well, the, the corporate giant is putting their foot on my neck as the little person. And to a degree, I kind of feel Wish like, they could. like like from 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 this, I think about like in, in my business where, you know, we've had like staff who have been upset with us for whatever reason, you know, and they'll run to the Internet and slander us or slander us to clients, whatever it is. And the expectation around mm. that is that we should do nothing. We should do nothing. Mm. We, should say, we should say nothing about it. And the reason why is because, because they feel like, you know what, you're, you're the bigger entity. You could stand, you know, you could stand to absorb the slander. And if you fight back, then it becomes this narrative of you being a bully. You're right, a bully. now you're the bully. You're, yeah, you're yeah. picking on a small person. But if you really think about this at its crux, Cardi B's lawyer fees are more than the actual award she won for the damages. So that tells <laughs> how much she was willing how much she was willing to invest in this. And that is not necessarily about money. You know, her, her legal, mm -hmm. Cardi B's legal strategy could have been like, yo, I'm just going to keep this woman tied up in court for so long that she, right. because for this woman not only got to pay her, her lawyer fees, she got to pay Cardi B's lawyer fees also. She got to pay all those legal fees associated with it. You know, yeah. so mm -hmm. the easiest thing to do would have been her, for her to check her ego, retract the story and just kept it moving. But I, I don't. Right. I, just, I just think that's offer an apology. Offer an apology. Be honest. Offer an apology. My bad. Yeah. I screwed up. I read it somewhere and I took it. I didn't fact check. That's that's how you be accountable. But you know, accountable's passe now. There ain't nobody accountable for nothing. Everyone likes to pass the buck. She even said the machine was threatening me. Who the fuck is the machine? <laughs> Who is right. the machine? Can somebody tell me who the machine is? I get her gist that I know where she's going with it, but who's the machine? The machine, the boogeyman? Come yo, on, that's her, bro. Yo, Rob, that's, that's her defense, though. That's her defense. That's, that's her defense. You put society on trial. Like, I'm here it is. I'm the small person, and now this big, large corporate entity is coming in to try to squash my First Amendment right of freedom of speech. Like, nah, like, you, gotta, you have to own up and take accountability to what it is you did. But, yo, to me, she should be a good example of all these right. dudes, and I know y'all watch YouTube. I watch YouTube too. There are dudes on YouTube yeah. that just say the first thing that come to mind with no evidence, no credibility, right. nothing. They just say whatever it nothing. is to get a they click. Just <laughs> to get a click. You know what, man? I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that, Shy, because we live in the days of uh, saying the last, ever since the inception of uh, of Instagram, 
and all these other major platforms that have a lot of weight to them, popular belief is trumping facts. That's the right. truth. And that's sad. Man. That's, that's a sad. That's yep. a good point. Say that's a good point. Yep. That's that's yeah. that's that's the truth. And that's yeah, that's where we at. Like people get online, they spew whatever kind of venom it is that they want to say about these people. Right. And then what right. they don't realize is that eventually it comes across the desk of one of these celebrities. And one of these celebrities are like, oh, really? You had this stuff to say about me? And they actually take the time out and spend the money mm -hmm. to get these things correct. Now, here's what I think that people don't need to get confused about this. If you're, if you're a small fry, it's much more difficult to prove defamation to somebody because you don't have the attorneys that Cardi B has at her disposal. That can right? drive. We, we right. talking about hundreds. We talking about hundreds of dollars per hour for Cardi B to win this million dollar judgment against this lady. Right. So, so all these people that think that now they're gonna have, you know, they're gonna run out and they're gonna get all these lawsuits for all the stuff that's been said on YouTube and the back and forth and all that. Like, no, nah, it, it doesn't work that way. Like Cardi B is a person who has the financial means and the legal team to actually support her claims. You know, and Tasha came made it easy for her. Yo, her and even her if she was running low, even if she was running low on paper, she got her husband. Her husband got paper too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he do. He yeah, do. Cardi B ain't never getting that four million dollars though. At litigation, yeah. at litigation fees, at litigation fees is like one point three million. <laughs> like, wow. He gonna break. What even. you got? He gonna break. Or maybe, maybe even being a uh, being a red like in the negative, a couple of hundred thousand after you saw said and done. What they gonna do? Garnish um Tasha K's YouTube check? Listen, whatever, whatever floats, whatever. <laughs> you know, you know hey, something. Up? I, hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you though. What's crazy about this? Tasha K doubled down in the, in the in the video where she addressed it. Tasha K yeah. doubled, doubled down on it and said that she's appealing. So you're gonna yeah. appeal, you gonna you're Taking gonna appeal, hire more lawyers, run up more legal fees to defend yourself against something that you did, and you were found you were found guilty of. Like I don't know what her grounds for appeal is. Maybe her grounds for appeal is that her representation was shoddy. You know her original legal yeah. team was no good, and she didn't get a fair trial. Or I don't know what it is, but she said she was being bullied. She, she said she you know was being bullied. But that you, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking for that. You can't appeal saying, <laughs> I, want, I want to appeal the ruling. I was found guilty, but in fact, I was the one being bullied. That, there's no, you don't have grounds for appeal based on that. You know what, you know what, two fellas, she might, she might pass the buck, like whatever, because, uh, you know, she had to pay a certain amount of money to get some type of insider, well, quote unquote, insider information from these different, like various uh, media uh, or, or uh, agencies or whatever, or even PR. So she might start passing the buck down to them and then going to try to sue them she, because of the situation she situation that she's in. She because they, they gave her. Oh, wow. Well, she tried it. She she tried it. She tried it. The the person she supposedly got the information from, she tried to come at them mm -hmm. for it. But here's the thing, though. Once Cardi B said, no, it's not true. She doubled down. Like I said, she doubled down on it. Yeah. Told Cardi B, well, you got to come on my show and all this. And then at the trial, my understanding that is was that the reach. Had, that was that was the reach right there. You got to come on the show. Right. Yeah, but what kind of person to do that? Like she must be. She has no morals. Like she rather just. Uh, she obsessed with Cardi B or something? Nah. It seems like she must be obsessed. I with don't her. think it's about the obsession of the person. I think it's about that no? again, like the. The want to get the views, the want to get the followers, the want to have the story first, that stuff. That seems mm -hmm. to be like really big 
on YouTube. Like everybody want to get their views and their numbers up and everything. And I get it. And it's a, it's a lot more difficult mm -hmm. to get your numbers up when you're credible and when you're not gossiping and, and making stuff up. You know, Yo, like, we're in, we're in I, I would era. imagine the video that she did involving that probably got millions and millions of views. Yeah, we in the era of scammers, man. People always trying to get a buck easy, man. And that was her way, and it backfired on her. Pretty mm -hmm. much, yeah. it backfired on her. God bless her, man. I hope, you know, I hope she finds a way to pay that bill off because it's going to haunt her ass. So is it is it is it right? Is it true that um she I guess was found in court and she admitted to lying or that's or that's a rumor? No, I think that I think they actually did. I think they actually did catch her. And I think that they put her husband on the stand and her husband <laughs> her husband threw under the bus also during the Same word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh wow! Be some, be some cold books. sheets. You gonna be sleeping on the couch for a couple of weeks. I wonder if not I, worse I, I than that. Though, does she does she think she the new Larry Flint? Like, is that what it's um, about? Like, cause you know, like guys like Larry Flint was fighting yeah. for the First Amendment, and Larry Flint, Larry Flint was a a, a millionaire many times over that had the money to keep fighting for uh for the First Amendment. But what is her grounds for again for an appeal? What is she gonna go to court and say? Well, I'm going to court. And I'm gonna I'm gonna sue. I wanna sue society because I feel I'm being bullied by a person who got money that don't want me gossiping about them. Yeah, she said Tasha King, aka Tasha Smollett. She said her First Amendment rights were painted in the public eye as vile, malicious, and as a bully. But when you look at it, it's exactly what you did, man. You made these allegations, heinous allegations mm -hmm. about this young lady. That had her, she, she kind of just, like, that ain't even true. Like, why are you going to say that about my family? I couldn't kiss my daughter because of my, this. I mean, that's just taking it too far, B. Yo, where's her self-awareness self at, though? Because all the stuff she right, and you on a platform like that, and you, and you ain't got no, you ain't got no idea. Yo, doesn't it seem bizarre that all the stuff she accused the machine of is all the things that she did? <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. is the machine. She needs the machine, son. She tried to. Yo, all the things she did. But, yo, in any event, I hope it works out for um for Tasha K. I'm sure Tasha K is going to continue to do well on YouTube and get her donations and get her views and stuff like that. And she I has think a that big this, this, this should be this is a should be a, um, a, a, a good a good case study for people who have platforms that go on these platforms and make allegations and just like Zane said, like think that popular opinion is facts or think that no, it's another big one, speculation, thinking that what they're speculating is facts right, yeah. also. Facts. You know, what 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 should happen as a result of this is people should look at this and say, I need to be more responsible if I'm gonna be talking to the masses because you never know when that video mm -hmm. or that audio is gonna come across somebody who's litigious desk and they're gonna be like, Oh really? These are the things you had to say about me? You know, and thank right, God Tasha K is in a place financially where you know this didn't this didn't ruin her because a lot of people get taken into the taken into the deep end, you know, the water mm -hmm. and drown as a result of these lawsuits mm -hmm. and then finish them up. So you know, I'm sure she'll survive it. She just have a little stain on her, and hopefully, it, it helps her get better from a journalist. Yeah, that's cool. She she got she got a decent following, so people people still like who she is. This is this is just a lesson, man. Don't don't put no information out that you ain't got no facts about. Stop lip mm -hmm. professing out here, man. Ask some yeah. facts. Now, do you, 
do y'all think that she's gonna find other ways to to try to get some paper, or like a book, or you know, different type she's of interviews and all that kind of stuff? She's Man. doing a documentary on this. I think they said, which mm. is smart, smart on her wow. part. Yeah, that's mm. smart on her part. They said she's doing a documentary, so I guess any any news, a, any news is good, good news, huh? She's a good. She's digging woman. a bigger hole. Yeah. Man, did you guys see, or how, I'm sure you've been following in the news, like the uptick in all the violence in New York City. You know, today, yeah. was, today was the police officer that got killed recently. It was his um, funeral. Mm. Very tragic and sad to see those two young police officers lose their life. But yeah. as a result of all the violence that's been going on and them finding all these guns on people and everything, New York City Mayor Adams, the brand, their brand new mayor, is now talking about bringing back plainclothes police. Now, plainclothes police was disbanded under Mayor de Blasio, Blasio mainly right. because of um, all of the, the um, discrimination that was associated with stop and frisk. Mm -hmm. What's your position on plainclothes police? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Go ahead, Rob. Listen, at this point, the way the crime is, is in the city, but just recently, someone ran up, ran up in Jacoby busting shots. Like, come on, son. You can't even go to the doctor without without having to duck bullets. That's crazy. And there's a lot of other things that's going on in New York when it comes to guns. My question always is, where are these guns coming from? That's one. The South. Because Smith & Wesson ain't in New York. Yeah, and that's true because people probably go to the gun shows down in the South and then, you know, transport them up here. That makes That makes great sense. At this point, you know, the mayor is conducting these listening tours um, to challenge uh, the past anti-crime unit. So he's, he's creating this unit that's going to be going in, into communities, having dialogue with the community to find out, you know, what, what, what is it that you really need from us to make sure things are safe? You know, I think we talked about this before. What happened to the beat cops? What happened to the cops that would just generally walk the neighborhood Speak to the business owners, the bodegas, the Chinese, whatever it is, and say, look, I'm in this area, and just to let you know, I'll be here from the hours of 8 to 4, and then shifts change, and there might be another officer. But if they have them come out of these playing coast cops coming back here, there has to be some training involved, because it'll go right back to stop and frisk, it'll go right back to profiling. Because they'd be like, well, look, there's so many out here. I got to do what I got to do. You know, and unfortunately, you know, rest in peace to, you know, Officer Mara and, and uh, Officer Jason Rivera, young guy, 22 years old. Those those guys were ambushed. So it was, it was a setup for them guys to come into the area that they went in and on some domestic violence. And then all of a sudden they lose their lives. So my stance on it, yes, to get the guns off the street because there's too many crimes going on. Since the beginning of the year, violent crimes have went up about 65%, and it's not even me, not even 30 days in. That's crazy. Mm. So with that being said, I'm for it. As long as, you know, you get the right people in place and they're out there to really do the work, not out there profiling and because I got my hat like this, yeah, he looked like a knucklehead. Let me go check his pockets, and I'm a grown-ass man. I ain't going to have that shit. You know what I mean? But... Yeah. I'm 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 for it. I'm be honest with you. I'm for it. Wow. Um. Tell you the truth, like it's crazy how New York has some of the most strict 
gun laws in the nation, and you know you have oh, stuff like you guys just said that just happened. Uh, well, the last several weeks, it was a couple of other um situations where cops were being uh shot too. Uh, so I believe it was what uh some cops that got shot down in Harlem and some cops that got shot in the Bronx. The ones you're talking about was the ones in the Bronx. The ones or in the Harlem? Bronx. Bronx. The ones in the Bronx. Yeah. Just recently, yeah. Right. And I see right now, man, it's like it's it's too much it's too much excessive force. And if they do decide to bring back the plain coast cops, uh they actually have the upper hand because <laughs> ever since the ever since it had stopped to where they start to bring it back again, they have they have a tag team partner, they have cameras, they have cameras that have audio and all the other stuff. So you figure for the longevity, it's cheaper for the for the, for 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 the state to pay for these cameras that have audio and all that other stuff than to pay for uh, whenever a cop uh, you know starts to when they uh, retire and have to pay pension and also insurance and stuff like that in between time. So it's a lot cheaper with these audio cameras and stuff too. But on a sense where you have like the excessive force, you have like. Uh, Injuries, you have lawsuits, you have yeah, dicks in the cops' pension, you have non-sufficient evidence. It's a various multitude of, of, of different things that's going on out there. So I just believe that the mayor has a lot on his plate, man. Um, Eric, Adam, Eric Adams has a lot on his plate. But like you brother said, it does take to where the cops have to walk through the neighborhood and build some type of rapport with the people and ask, like you said, ask what they want, what they need and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, they here to serve the people. They're not here to kill the people and, 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 and do all this other stuff. They, they actually, you know, public servants, civil servants. Mm -hmm. So I just think, and then another thing too, that I think is, is messing up a lot of things too, is, I mean, shout out to a lot of the brothers and sisters that's in the military, but then you have a lot of the bad ones that's converting from the military and getting on the force. And you figure there are, you can have one class A, class B military, male to female, that can do, one of them could do five of what the regular police can do. That's, that's, that's still wet behind the ears, if not more. So there's a lot of different things, a lot of checks and balances that's going on out there in New York, man. And at the end of the day, you know, it, uh, but what I really think it is, fellas, as, as we all already know, since way back in the day, it takes the community to build up each other first. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that trust, that's when you can send the olive branch and have the police come in and have more type of trust. It's, it's basically trust issues. Well, let's be yeah, honest, until, man. Until, until Eric Adams can get that fixed, that's one of the main things that he has to get fixed. Once he gets the trust issue fixed, then things will be a lot better out there in the city. That's that's been that's an ongoing issue. I think that police have had. Like, um, I think I at say, his I ess essence, yeah, at his, at his essence, the whole thing around mm -hmm. returning plain cops, plain clothes cops is is it's a great idea. When you bring stop and frisk into the equation, though. You know, right. that's mm -hmm. when it becomes dicey because stop and frisk was right. a tool that was weaponized against people of color that was proven right. to be unconstitutional based on discrimination. Mm -hmm. So if stop and frisk mm -hmm. means that, you know, in in New York City, the only people that's getting stop and frisk is me, you and Rob, 
<laughs> Zane. Then right. how? Then that, that's just mm -hmm. that's profiling. That's not stopping frisk. That's profiling. Yeah. And I think that stopping frisk again, like at, you know, at its essence, like if if it was done correctly, it could be a powerful tool and a deterrent to get guns off the street. When you start talking about plain clothes, um cops and stuff like that like yeah that that to me strategically that makes sense but the other thing is that remember when we had cops that walked the beat in our neighborhood they mm -hmm. were put there as a deterrent right like if you mm -hmm. see a police officer supposed to deter you from committing crime if you put plain mm -hmm. clothes police in a community and people that don't know they police you know like does that really reduce the amount of violence or does that just have the give the police a better chance to probably catch the person after they've actually committed the violence. You know, so at, at the end of the day, we want to prevent yeah. the violence, right? Right. That that, that should mm -hmm. be the ultimate. That should, to me, that should be the the, the ultimate um, objective to try to mm -hmm. deter people from, you know, right. how you call it, from from committing violence. It's the same way now. Think about it. Before we used to have police cars that would post up and have speed traps. Now they don't have speed traps. They just have cameras all over. Got the, the lights going. They don't have a camera. They have a sign that says mm -hmm. your speed is being monitored by a camera as a deterrent. So sometimes that visual presence of seeing a, a police mm -hmm. officer in the community may help to reduce the crime, but it, again, it goes back to relationships. You know, right. like how, mm -hmm. how do the police have relationships with, um, with the people in the community? And I'm, I'm also a firm believer that I don't think that all cops um, are bad or have bad intentions. I think that's a very difficult job that honestly, yeah. I, would never, I would never want that job. And that's a job where people are underpaid also. I think in New York City, what's going on, though, there's so many other things that factor in place that people don't really realize that that are sort of like, it's sort of like a continuum of things that, that they, they, you know, it's a domino effect. So, you know, people want stop and frisk and they want, pe they want folks off the street. Well, you get them to Rikers Island and guess what? Rikers Island is overcrowded and Rikers Island is a mess now. There's a whole bunch of discussion so, also right now in New York City about bail reform, right? People I are going say that. saying That's that, right. you know, the whole bail reform has now led to people being back on the street rather than being locked up, right? So Yo, if it ain't a violent crime. Bail reform yeah. should be a case-by-case. -case. Bail should be a case-by-case -case situation, right? There shouldn't be a situation where somebody steals a bike and because they can't pay bail of $1,000, they got to sit on Rikers Island, which is already overcrowded and, and, and ran down. You know, mm -hmm. like I see the need to have somebody who's committed a, a heinous crime or did something horrible where they shouldn't be able to receive bail as easy as somebody else. So when you, right, when right. you add those things into the mix where, you know, stop and frisk, where you tying up the court system, bail, you know, removing bail reform where you arresting people for, I don't even know if they still do it. You're arresting people because they got tickets when they hop the train and stuff like that. All it's doing is creating a domino effect <laughs> of putting people in Rikers Island, jamming up mm -hmm. Rikers Island, having Rikers Island overpopulated. For what? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if there's been enough of creative creativity put in place to sort of resolve some of this stuff. And I think that New York City is considered to be liberal, and here's the thing I think that what happens like when you start looking at like liberal places, like when these things don't work, immediately people give pushback without stopping to think like, okay, this may be one scenario that didn't work. Only time you hear about bail mm -hmm. reform and bail reform being horrible is when somebody who previously under that guise commits a crime, then they're like, yo, see, if we didn't have bail reform, this dude wouldn't have been back on the street. But you don't hear about all the other people who as a result of bail reform probably had an opportunity 
to go home. And the biggest story that anytime you talk about bail reform that comes up is Khalif Browder. You know, Khalif Browder yeah. always comes up and people are like, yo, this is a dude who's no longer alive because of what he was subjected mm -hmm. to as a result of bail reform. So I'm just saying, like, I, I think it's the idea around the plainclothes cops and stuff like that. What's up, Tola? Plain, plainclothes cops and all that. I, I think it's a good idea, but I think that those are things that they need to think through and they need to, they need to make sure that when they roll them out and they implement it, they implement implement it, taking into Correct. consideration, you know, community relationships, taking into consideration, is this a discriminatory practice? Um, changing the whole s systematic approach to how they go about implementing these things, because if they don't, it is it's not going to work. It's not, man. And they they people attacking the Manhattan DA DA Briggs on a soft crime approach. Mm -hmm. And just to your point with the bail reform, man. You know, it's it's allowing it's allowing people who 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 get charged with misdemeanors and nonviolent felonies to walk. You know what I mean? And it's more catered to those who are doing violent crimes. They're not letting those guys go. Those those guys go straight to detention. Mm -hmm. So if you do steal a bike, yeah, you go appointing a judge, and then you're released on your own recognizance. See you in two months, mm -hmm. and whatever happens after that. But you know, stop and frisk. Son, they was doing that before it was even called stop and frisk. Yeah. You know what I mean? I lived yeah. in a neighborhood where, where it, was, it was, that was almost every day, son. As soon as you turn the corner, oh, come here. Let me check your pockets. Where you doing? Where you going? Out to the store. Why you... Stop and frisk caused Bloomberg the, um, the presidency when Bloomberg See was that? running for the president because it came, it, yeah, it came back to haunt him. That's a yeah. fact, man. That's a fact. So, listen, man, we do need to clean up the guns in the hood. The hood, everywhere. Fuck that. that. I've seen so many videos of just violence but using pistols. I mean, it's like, yo, man, it's, just, it's almost disheartening, man. And yeah. that needs to stop. That really needs to stop, man. Get the guns off the streets at, 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 a, at a high rate and at, at, at any cost. Um, but how do you do it? But the only thing I don't want, I don't want to see, I don't want to see no rogue cops trying to be super cops out here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because that, that yeah. right there is going to turn the city into, that's going to turn the city, it's going to go, it's going to get crazy if you get somebody you know out what? there trying to be RoboCop, son. You know what, too, though? Like, for so many years, especially uh, being that the uh, Black Lives Matter campaign was going on and everything that was under that umbrella, a lot of these cops, they had to ease back because they was messing up their pension. All them damn lawsuits, you know what I'm saying, was messing up their pension. So now it's like, being that they have these playing coast cops coming back, is that going to be the antecedent for more of the craziness to happen again? Or you think it'll level out? I don't, I don't know. I, that's what I said. To me, I think it has to be, it has to be well thought out and strategic. It's like, you can't just insert... Yeah dudes in the right. hood undercover and expect for there yeah. to be like these these great results you know like the the practices it's a lot of times like people give the police heat all the time it's it's not the police sometimes it's the system and the expectations yeah. of these police officers and you know you put these people in a position where they want to go home you know now don't get me wrong there are some cops that are just they just not good police officers they shouldn't probably be doing you know they shouldn't probably be policing but at the end of the day, I think if there's going to be a major change in the community, it has to start with the investment of the actual people 
in the community. Right. You know, like we were, I think we were that last week we were talking about the, um, you know, what happened to the OGs and stuff like that in the community. But if you get people that live in the community to actually invest and reinvest in the community, then I think things will go uh, um, a lot further. You know, you look at one of the, you know, and I was, I was trying to get him to come on, but he couldn't come on. But one of the things I uh, appreciate about like a detective that I used to do programming with in Mount Vernon was that he was originally from Mount Vernon and he had an investment in Mount Vernon. Whereas, you know, some of the other police officers lived on Long Island or lived way upstate. You know, they weren't a product mm -hmm. of the community. They were just coming in and they were doing the job. And I think it's a lot mm -hmm. different from just being on the job versus, yo, I'm really invested in the success of the, um, of the community, you know, like and that, that community policing goes hand in hand. It can't just be, you know, where, like I said, you just plop the police officer in the community and be like, yo, here you go. You in the hood now, make it work. Like, nah, they, they have to put a little bit more strategy and thought process into it. Because even with the, the whole piece around putting plain clothes cops in it, you know, like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, sadly, if you see more body dropping. Yeah. No, so I'm one glad. of the things the mayor, one of the things the mayor said is that you need they 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 call the new gun unit the neighborhood safety team, mm. and mm. they're looking to provide training, supervision, and risk monitoring, enhancing community relation. Now, will all these all these officers take this training, <laughs> or they are they gonna just throw the training away? Like, look, my life is on the line, man. If I gotta pop somebody, I'm gonna pop somebody. I'm a, I'm not getting popped. You know, and they'll probably use the situation what happened to these two young cops as a reason as to why they feel as though if their lives are threatened, I'm gonna shoot first. I'm not gonna wait to be shot at. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want that. And I think my my OG Pod just mentioned. He said, "You know, American gun lobbyists are very powerful in this nation, man. Mm -hmm. That's why we got guns all over the fucking place." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not just about going to the South and, and going to a gun show and bringing it's just everywhere people are shooting. It's, it's crazy, man. It's just it's just too sick out here, son. Yeah, I don't know if I had to guess, and we could probably research this and look up like the stats. I would probably say majority of the, the, the guns that are used to commit these crimes are illegal handguns. And that's mm -hmm. where that's where the lobbyists get off at because the lobbyists are probably saying, like, yo, these ain't the guns that we legally sold. This is not NRA. These guys ain't registered. Stuff are illegal handguns that people have had. I don't know if you saw it. Like they caught a kid um, from a kid from the Bronx that I think was going to college at Austin P. They caught him selling guns. Like I think they literally got him getting off the bus at Port Authority. Caught him with guns. And he was like a fool. He was like on his Instagram page with all his guns and all that. They caught him selling guns. They caught some um some other dude. Selling, selling guns, so they they cracking down, and they catching up with people. But a lot of the guns, like this this ninety five, this ninety five corridor is hot. Always has been. I'm glad. Always I'm glad you hot. brought that up too, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you brothers brought that up because I mean, shoot, we live in we live everything in social media. So you got to figure too. A lot of these situations that go on on social media, where people are getting getting you know caught up in the mix and stuff like that. You got somebody in their home or whatever behind behind you know in their home or whatever, and they just looking at everything on on social media. It it, it it building a paper trail, and the one thing with that is that okay, when the people get apprehended, yeah, that's going to be the ones that's out on the street. But the ones that initiated is the ones that built the case. But you know on on you know looking at social media, the cyber police. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's, I mean, people gotta wisen up, man. People gotta really like just look at things for what it is and really like try to do better because you're not gonna beat the system. There's no way you're gonna beat the system. That's why it's called the system. You see what Marcella said? My man, loyalty is demanded. The dude sold 73 guns to an undercover. Crazy. Seven, that's 73 crazy. guns. Wow. Now, 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 that's a dude mm. that I can see not getting bail. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. yeah, and that's, and, and, and that's, a, that's a non-violent felony. He shouldn't get bail. You selling guns like that? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, now, that's a dude I can see not getting bail. But I can't, I can't justify a regular dude, a dude who get caught shoplifting and and they be like, yo, well, he got caught shoplifting. Send him to the island. That doesn't make sense to me. That's a, that's a waste of New York City resources. Another thing it should too, be, though, it should be a Khalif Browder law, son, for real. And so they they of course that that three strike rule not going away no time soon, right? That's that's embedded, right? That's probably always embedded. Yeah, I don't know. I would I would imagine yeah. that that's three strikes right there on the first swing. Seven seventy three guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo ass gonna fry, man. Now, it, has, it has to something has to change in the city, man, because it's getting very uncomfortable to be anywhere. Like I said, you can't even sit in the hospital. They caught that Come dude on, too. Yeah, he deserved to get caught. They caught, they caught him. He, yeah. His ass need to sit on the Rikers right about now, son. Fuck out of here. That's that's what's crazy. I read, man. Hey, I read I read I read some stuff last year. Ain't, ain't they supposed to be shutting down Rikers Island soon? They've been trying, but okay, so if they shut it down, what they gonna do with the inmates? Right? You know what's gonna happen. They're gonna put them out on the street. <laughs> but the but the but the no, but the crazy thing about that, it's only a certain amount of mass quote unquote masterminds or criminal minds that can be out on the street at one time. Look. So what's gonna be the B and C plan? Look, this is what I was saying earlier when I said that there's a domino effect with everything that's going on. So I read an article in the newspaper last week where they're cracking down now on, like, I guess New York City's doing an investigation. They had a number of um, correction officers that have not reported to work, you know, mm -hmm. as, it relate to, as it relates to everything that's going on. And I don't want to say it, as it relates to everything that's going on in the world. So they've been tracking mm -hmm. them down, like following their Instagrams and stuff like that. And they caught a dude that was throwing a party, promoting a party. And he had all these other correction officers that were out for the same reason at the party. So wow. Rikers Island is so high profile now because they like all these other officers are doing three shifts. They got all this violence going on. There's all this overcrowding and everything mm -hmm. that's going on that all of this stuff is under the um under the microscope now. Like they they really they really have to really like New York City needs to step back and they need to get together a legitimate task force of creative people. And I think that the DA even though he may not have used the correct jargon to say that he, you know, he's soft on crime or whatever it is, I think, I think that he's trying to be innovative and figure out a way okay. how to unclog all of the the overcrowdedness that they have in Rikers and a way to unclog what they got going on with their judicial system, because there's yeah. no reason why. Again, like why would you waste New York City taxpayer resources or running somebody through the system for uh, for hopping the train or stealing the bike or Whatever it is, unpaid so, parking tickets or something. Yeah, like, like I don't, I you know, know what people, it is. I know people want blood, and I know people want vengeance. But there, to me, like it's a better use of the police force 
to have them focus on the violence, the people shooting at Jacoby, the people shooting the cops, the people that are that that are shot the shot the little eleven month old girl. Like those, that to me is the stuff that they need the energy focus on. Not these dudes. That's how you call it. That you know, I'm a, I'm gonna run this dude in for shoplifting. This dude, he's a serial shoplifter, so I gotta get him to Rikers Island. Like, what do you? What, but but what, but but these things though, right? Shot, shot. You 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 brought up a great you brought up a great uh 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 segue right there. Now, being that the system is the system and the system is always undefeated, they are hoping that these people that come in for the minor crimes come in, get 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 caught up, get extorted, start doing other favors or whatever the hell. And then they, then they in there, you know what I'm saying? You in there for something, something, a slap on the wrist, and you in there for like a, a one to three or whatever. And then some, and some of them might not never come out. But some then what won't. happens is the, 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 the flip of that is that they're getting free labor. The state's getting free labor. The longer well, you stay in there, they get Rikers that free Island, labor. And that, Rikers Island, the city. Well, no, 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 no. This, this not. I'm, I'm talking about in general. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that you get that free labor, and you don't have to pay somebody uh, minimum wage. You getting you paying somebody pennies on the dollar, prison and you getting that free complex. labor, and, and all of that flourishes out into the economy. Whether it's whether it's making license plates or whatever the hell they doing, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, man, the system is the system, man. People just gotta wisen up and do right, do do more good than bad. Yeah, Janelle, that's, that's a fact. Janelle, they need to put more preventive measures in place. That's what I was saying. Like you think about the deterrence, yeah. you know, like a plainclothes cop. I don't know is as much mm -hmm. as de a deterrent as actually seeing a, a, a officer a in uniform. A uniform. Yeah. You know, like and that, yeah. that's just. But that I think that's such a primitive thought that you know we don't we haven't we probably seen it in the 80s and we didn't realize how much of a deterrent it was that'll probably improve community relationships you know, crime, crime, crime still happen but those those that that chose to to live their life they had to think about yo if i'm gonna do this you know what i'm saying you had to think that is, i hate to say they had to be more creative but <laughs> yeah. that's just where it was because you wasn't going to do it blatantly while while a police officer was there you had to right. think about it. You know what I'm saying? You you had to take it behind in the back blocks or whatever. You know what I mean? You couldn't just do it right there in the front like that. So Man, we all Sometimes know that a lot of the the, the, the the brothers and sisters in the hip hop community come back and visit jails with you know, and they give motivational speakers and then you have like professional motivators motivational speakers that come and speak to the people that's 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 locked down. Do you think that uh there has to be another type of uh or 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 certain type of people that comes in and really for for stuff to click in people's mind in order to well let's try to shape their enthusiasm this, for the this, inmates. This officer that, that that just got murdered, Jason Rivera, he was from the community that he was policing. Mm. And he was a young guy. He he was out there just like the beat cop that I remember as a kid would talk to the young people in the community, like, look, man, you ain't got to be out here doing X, Y, and Z. I'll support you. You know what I mean? And the presence of the of of of, of uh, uniform cops need to be like, like I, I I just I can't get the hospital thing out of my mind because I remember yeah. when I used to go to the hospital, there was always a cop in a, a number of different places. Yeah. Nothing like that would ever happen. Be. You know what I mean? And I think that needs to happen more. Now, 
like I said, we talked about this before. Where are the cops? If they're not on the beat, they're in their cars. Where are they? He's sitting in Burger you know King, I... sitting at Dunkin' Donuts. Where are they? Are they at the you train station? Where the hell are they? They're not visible. And it's a lot of cops in New York City. You see on them cops that was outside for, yeah. for the for the funeral? Yeah. Where yeah. do they use where do all those cops be on a daily basis, B? I can tell you where they at. You know where they at? They high call Tell me. If you make these petty arrests to run a person through the system, you know how much paperwork is associated with it? Sitting at their desk. So when you so when you look, when you when you arrest somebody, you lock them up, you gotta go complete all that paperwork. That paperwork taking people like four hours to complete. So you you didn't lock somebody up for stealing extension cords and ribs from C Town. <laughs> you prosecute you, you prosecute. You sitting with your feet up on your desk. I got all this work to do. Let me just you know, on, and yeah, but that's not honestly that's not their fault. If the mandate says this is what we focus right. on, and you know we fighting crime, that's not the police officers' fault. That's why again I go back to like, what is the system? What's the mandate? What are, what is it that we're asking police officers to do? If we're asking police officers to go out and fight crime, but we don't want it because it doesn't it doesn't sound appropriate to say that there's different levels of crime. Then they just out there willy nilly going after all types of all types right. of crime, like. Some of that stuff, yes, it's a crime, but is that is that really you think about? Like, look, I'm a, like, you see, you see the stuff that people was getting locked up for when we were younger. You got people getting locked up and ran through the system for hopping the train. Mm. Why is somebody going to jail for evading the 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 dollar fifty yeah. whatever it was then? Yeah, for hopping the train. Why why does that? You know how much money that cost the city mm. and overtime for the police officer and then the process and then legal aid legal legal aid and all that whatever like that's a waste of resources but it's just not attractive to say that we're not gonna that we're not gonna focus on these 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 crimes you know then it becomes yo you're lawless but some of the stuff some of the stuff they need to focus on but it doesn't need to be the key their key emphasis like to me i'm with the i understand what the da is trying to say he just need better public relations around it and he needs right. to figure out his messaging on how to say it better he needs to word it better. That's a fact. Yeah, speaking of mandate, speaking of mandates, right? Besides getting the vaccine, right? You about to what get, is about to get us be careful, be careful, bro. Be <laughs> no, careful, no, 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 Plain clothes cops wearing the what? What well, wearing a mask? Wearing a mask. So now think about the eighties, the nineties, early two thousands, mid two thousands. Right? Mm -hmm. You had mm -hmm. people that would do bare bare face. You had people that would wear masks, but nowadays, shit. Who knows the percentage of the people, New York residents, especially criminals, that's wearing masks right now? So that right there, I think, is one of the main reasons, or many reasons why they had to bring these plainclothes cops back, because you have these people that are wearing masks, doing everything under the sun that they're not supposed to, but at the same time, you have to have proactive measures as far as plainclothes cops to try to, uh, try to, try to stop the stuff before it happens, or, or, like, or like both of you brothers said, at least show a presence. They, you know what I'm saying? They brought plainclothes police back 
because of public outcry. Public outcry is that there's a lot of violence and we need to do something. Here's something. They don't know if it's going to be effective Here's something, right. or if it's going to work, yeah. but it's trying to, they're trying to throw something at it to get a solution. You know, only time will tell how successful they'll be with it. Um, Eric Adams seems to be a smart dude. I mean, he's a former police officer also, so I think that gives him some insight into what's going on in the mm -hmm. street. And certain, certainly, I think, a level of compassion for the police officers also. Um, so I, I mm -hmm. think that he has that going for him. And I think that'll be helpful in this. But, I, but to me, sometimes, you know, when there's an issue and you just throw something at it, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the solution. That's just a Band-Aid fix for now. And it's, it, you know, right. it probably make people feel good to feel like, all right, he's taking it serious and he's trying to do something about it. The other thing that makes it fly over and be a lot more better received is that plainclothes police unit was stopped by Mayor de Blasio. And people just despise Mayor de Blasio. They thought anything that he did was foolish. That was, what was that, the, the defunding the cops movement? Nah, it, that, was, that came more from a place, again, like the stop and frisk, the... the, the the implications of stop and frisk, like looking at that data and seeing how many people of color was actually the people that were getting stopped and frisked. And I think that he responded to that data, you know, so with, by mm -hmm. him responding to that data and by him being pro bail reform, anything, anytime that anything went wrong, they reverted <laughs> back to those things and be like, see, if stop and frisk was still on the street, we could have got those guns off the street. Guns or if, you know, if this person would have never got bail, then, you know, then, he, this person went and went out and did this and did that. Like, to me, there are so many different variables that come up as it relates to these things. Like, it's hard to tell what would have happened. You know, it just looks really bad when you have a person who previously committed a number of crimes. Now, I'm in agreement with that. If you've committed a number of crimes and then you've been, you've been given bail several times, but then you continue to commit crimes, then you probably shouldn't be bail eligible or bail should be really high. Like, that makes right. sense. But I that think that that's also like case by case and offense by offense. Like, you have people that are serial shoplifters. You know, a person who's a shoplifter, they're danger to a business. <laughs> you know, I don't know how, how dangerous they are that I'm concerned that they're going to be out killing people or whatever. And yes, they sh maybe they should have to pay bail and they should have to pay restitution and things like that. But it shouldn't be a case where, all right, we got to put them in Rikers Island. And if you stole some meat from Seatown, where the hell are you supposed to get $10,000 to make bail? Right. If you're stealing meat because you're hungry or you know what I'm saying, you're right. That's a good point, man. You know, so that that to me is like, that's that's what I said. Like, we need case by case. They need case by case to look at this stuff and then make the determination as to, okay, this person, this warrants bail. This person should get bail or this person shouldn't get bail based on it. But it can't just be this blatant thing and nobody, you know, bail, bail reform 100% kind of thing. Mm, I agree. So, I agree. Man, yo, Kanye seemed to be really hot in the news cycle now, boy. He got his new lady. He, he working on a new album, another new album that's about to come out. Um, and I, I saw something on the internet where they said that Kanye was trying to partner with Skid Row to put together a fashion show, which made sense to me because a lot of the clothing that he that was recently like specifically designed for the Skid, <laughs> the Skid Row population. But um, I yeah. see it's been sensed since um clarified that that's not the case zane that he isn't working on a fashion show with uh with skid row what do you what are you guys thoughts about this okay zane yeah tackle it tackle well, that one all right well hmm like like you said Sha, he has stole the fashion swagger from the homeless people 
And um, <laughs> to make a long to make a long to make a long Jack, story short, you jacked like, jack like, the homeless, huh? <laughs> jacked the homeless, man. Gee, Home, the, homeless, the homeless, the homeless, the homeless should get some type of restitution for that, man. Some, something homeless, but at, but at the same time, it's like it's like uh, <laughs> Kanye West is a brilliant. He's he's a brilliant mind, and it needs to be more brilliant minds like him. But Kanye West has to know every thought that channels through his mind doesn't need to be put into implementation. At the end of the day, you're going to have, you know how many like diehard Kanye West fans that are out there? You have people, you're going to have people that's not homeless claiming that they from Skid Row. And they're going to be fighting the people from Skid Row to make that final cut for the damn fashion show. That's you mean, if it so ever happens. Tell me that there's, there's even cultural appropriation where people want to appropriate appropriate uh homeless people they want to play homeless people yeah 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 it gotta be some type of standard now <laughs> but what i'm saying is that uh and then the one thing too is that i don't know if you guys know most likely you guys know but i, I think uh the state of california is working on uh universal basic income and that's something that i think that's something more that i if i was Kanye west that i would focus on uh, you know, trying to trying to bridge the gap with that with universal with universal basic income, but even even if he even if even okay, being that they saying that he's not gonna do it, if he does do it, um, that'll be great because you know you you know you you give a certain amount of hopefully majority of the proceeds to go towards the homeless and skid row, but I I would if I was Kanye West, I would build. <laughs> Communities. No, hear me out. I would build. I would. I would build. I would build communities that would have like twenty-four hour wraparound services, to where you like end. You have the individualized uh, IEPs and stuff like that. Psyche valves. You put people to work, and they wouldn't just be home like collecting a check. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Once that. Once that. Once that domain is built, as far as for him to have, you know, you have to have it to where. Um, now there are some people that are like handicapped or whatever that's homeless that can't go to work. So you got to find, you got to think of various ways in order for them to still, you know, give some type of contribution. But at the end of the day, man, um, I just think that Kanye West needs to slow down. Um, I don't know. He I don't know who the hell. He's he's pretty much a soundbite now. Like anything he yeah. says or does is getting publicized, man, and. Not and to think, if you were to hire the homeless for a fashion show or whatever, I think that's that, that is a brilliant idea to keep them no, off the streets. Not, bro. <laughs> hear me, hear me out. Hear me out. You clean them up. You clean them up, but <laughs> you give them a job. Listen, man. Put that. Are you no. getting them off the street? No, but see, there, there, there are there are requirements though. You can't be on that runway high as hell. Not no, at all. You got drunk. You can't. Yeah, you gotta. You, he, he has yeah. to clean them up. That's why I said the wraparound services. Like that would have to be something where these people detox yeah. and want to get better. They they would have to want to get better in order to even be on that damn uh uh, uh runway. Yo, that's a, that's, a put that. that's a stereotype that all homeless people are on drugs. Hey, hey, what a hey, hey, hey. You're looking what, to get sued. The, You're the, gonna get sued by the homeless other, person. What's the other what's the other uh stereotypes? Panasonic, Sony, or Sharp. Yo, 
Yo, so, yo, and here's the other thing. Here's the contradiction, Zane. I like when you was going with the wraparound program until you said the homeless people go home. That's a contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> the homeless people go home. Clothes, but they'll, they'll be back in Skid Row. That's why I said he would have to have it to where he builds this community and have it to where they have, you know, they can, they can, they can live in a home or whatever it is. Kanye your volume went down again. Yeah, yeah, your, your volume went down again. But Kanye West is uh, just outdoing Kanye West. Like I, I don't, I don't really, right. I don't really care either way. You know, I guess it's good if the homeless folks could do it and make some money off of it. Um, I, I, I just don't know. Like with Kanye, like Kanye to me, like the the mania of him is like just all over the place. Like I would never deny that he's he yo he is a bring uh, a brilliant. He's a genius. Um, he's, Yo, he's, a he's a Gemini like you. And what yeah. I notice about Kanye, Geminis are geared to communication. This is his way of communicating to the public by always becoming a soundbite, whether it's his, his relationship with his wife, his kids, someone and talk shit about him, paparazzis, his boots, his shoes, his sneakers, his clothes. He has to stay. <laughs> he has to stay in a public eye, man. Hey, the, main, the main thing, the main thing, right? I, 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 I agree with that, Rob. The main thing, one of the main things, too, is that, okay, if he's going to do this, where is he going to have this event at? Because a lot of homeless people have COVID, if not all. So who's gonna pay? Who's gonna yo, pay? Like, yo, no, no, no! I'm being for real. I'm being yo, for real. Like, um, how, you, how say, you know all like, homeless how people? Many, how many? How many? How many big time companies <laughs> that'll be attached to that? You're not gonna have Vogue magazine and all this other stuff. You might have yes, like, yes, you will, because they're gonna be like, Kanye is so innovative. Yeah, they, no, no, they're gonna, they're gonna, they, no, you're gonna have, you're gonna have more people there to destroy him <laughs> in the public eye. Okay, prime example, right? I don't know how many people there is in Skid Row that's that is Skid Row, but if ten percent of them, not even, if one percent, not even, point zero five percent, a half a percent of the people get to be on that runway, if not lesser, right? Once. COVID run rampant out there, and wherever he has it at, they're going to blame Kanye West. <laughs> Yo, you're going to have the, you're going to have the governor, the mayor, the president, all getting on Kanye West for fucking spreading COVID. They're going to be spreading Mel Marion. That's what you're going to spread. They're going to be spreading. That going to be COVID people. Yo, most homeless people got COVID. <laughs> They God do. bless you, yo. yo God bless Zane, you. Hey, yo, yo, Zane, this is why I miss you, yo. You, I tell you, I tell you from day one, you are the most important piece yo, of part of this podcast. Yo, homeless people will come. Yo, yo, let yo, me say like, this. Zane, they, they, will, they will rip Kanye West apart. You, you'll be proud of me, Zane. I heard The Weeknd's new album. How was it? Um... It was, you know what? It was. Uh oh, like, shout out to G Stat. G Stat, this joint. Yo, what up, G Stat? You know, you know what it reminds Peace, G Stats. It reminds me of shopping in Abercrombie and Fitch and American Eagle. That's what it. That's what yeah. it remind me of. That's what it like. Every mm -hmm. song, every song sound the same, and none of them were good. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
All right, tell you what, fellas, being that, you know, um, do y'all think that Kim Kardashian would, would even if, if it did happen, would Kim Kardashian approve of this? Skid Row? The Skid Row fashion show. That ain't got nothing to do with her. Yeah, she no, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, but do, you, do y'all think that she would approve of that? I don't see why she wouldn't. Why, why, why would she have an issue with it? She's all about money. And I, I, I feel that if Kanye West does this, even though, like you said, I mean, it's compliment of how, you know, what, with his clothes that came out and it's skid rowish. But um, I think the value of his clothes will go down. Even though it's already overpriced, he got the the holes in the shirts and all that other stuff. I think the I think the the value of 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 his, of that company will go down, and I think but that we, we don't really know what, what type of clothing he would have on him. He might have a clean suit on him. He might he might just change the whole narrative and keep them. Oh, okay. that, that that will that will be disrespectful for them to have holy holy clothes walking on the runway, right? <laughs> nah, I mean, for real. Yeah, he might have a whole nother brand, a whole nother idea catered to cleaning cleaning up the homeless. And that, maybe that might help homelessness. Who knows, man? I listen, <laughs> this is Kanye West we're talking about, bro. Someone, like I said, he's particularly a walking soundbite. And Yo, people yeah. gravitate to everything this man does, man. Every single thing. Yo, Z, why you why you dodge what I said about the weekend album? <laughs> oh no no no! I I didn't hear it yet. It really came out. Yeah, he got a new project. Oh, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. He um, he got like the beard and all that stuff on the album cover or whatever. I didn't look. I didn't look at the album cover. I just I saw something on listening. Instagram. I guess yeah. I guess he. he I, I thought it was a single. I didn't know he had a new album. Yo, I'm gonna be with hey, Shout out! Shout out to the weekend. Hey, hey, Rob and Shannon. They always get on me about the weekend. The weekend is a very good talent, <laughs> yo. All these listeners out here, can y'all chime in and let me know yeah. if if the weekend is the the closest thing? Don't do it. Don't say it. Don't say it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, they might they might log on. I, I, I thought it was only me after I heard the album, and I saw something mm -hmm. online, and they was talking about it. So I was like, let me read the comments. Yo, like three comments in, somebody was like, yo, this sound like American Eagle music. I'm like, yo, I, I thought I was That's what he makes though, bro. That's what he yeah. makes. That's what he makes. Yo, yeah. every song He makes that Forever Twenty One, American Eagle, Abercrombie and Finch type of music, Express. And that's you I'm know, not interested. I'm interested in that stuff. <laughs> I guess that's why it doesn't yeah. resonate with me. I'm not interested in it. It just mm -hmm. yo, the the comments were so horrible. Somebody was like they missed when he was on Coke. <laughs> Whatever, yo, that, that's how what you mean was. He probably still is. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> right. Please. Please put that. We don't need to fight someone else. I don't want to go out like Tasha K. I don't want to go out like Tasha K. So we don't want to get sued, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised you didn't see it, though. Or you, you didn't see his video or listen to none of the new songs off the album. Nah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Did you hear any? But Did tell you hear you any Huh? Did you hear any of them? Son, I don't check for I don't. I ain't in my feed, son. He don't come up in my algorithms. <laughs> Yo, if anybody in the chat has heard the Weekend's new album, put in the chat. Let us know what you think of it. I, I didn't. It wasn't terrible, but it just all sounded the same to me, and it all sounded like, like I said, like Abercrombie and Fitch music. 
I'm gonna give it a listen what after this. I'm gonna give it a listen. I'm gonna see what what it's about. What would you rate it from one to ten? Ten being classic. Um, you ask you. I know you. Five. You asking me? Yeah, like a five. Nah, not even. Damn. Lower. I'm gonna go four and a half. Nah, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with one and a like, half. A, like a two or three. Oh my Honestly. god! <laughs> Yo, well, it's not your. It's no not your. It's not your. Yeah, your, your take well, the music. You know, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with a two or three because, like I said, like I could. You can't tell where one song starts and one song ends because everything sounds the same. And Damn. It, it's, it's just. It's redundant. It's so the whole album sound like a long ass song. Yeah, and it's not you know what to me like I'm not I don't like his vocals like you know so I was okay. giving I gave it a try I'm like let me just let me hear what this is about because all people kept talking about was oh the, the weekend's new album is coming out the weekend's new album mm. and it's like to me like like I said like his early work in the beginning some of his stuff I actually like I actually like when he was working with Kanye and when he was working with Drake. Yeah. But now I like I listened to that. I was like, oh man. I don't think he's hungry anymore, bro. Like he just put like you said, like you said, like the quality got lower, even though I didn't hear this new album, but you know how it is. He got First the formula. Two or three albums. He got the for the, he got huh? the he got the formula. That's what it is. And he's become, you know, formulaic. Like all them songs, he mm -hmm. got a hit record. He knows who his audience is and he's making records for that audience. That's why everything sound the same and you know what if it's working for him it works for him it's just it's just yeah, he got his lane yeah it's just not for me like i'm like i'm trying to figure out what is he what kind of music does he make is it like him and Katy perry and you know like is right. that his, his lane Probably just pop music. Pop music. it's popular definitely pop music gotta be pop definitely music. pop yeah mm -hmm. i mean i'm not but like there will never be there will never be a a, a a musician better than michael jackson hands down Michael Jackson was one of a kind. He 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 will never be topped in in music history. And, and then I'm gonna need you to stop comparing the weekend to Michael Jackson. Well, no, I was saying that he's in this age and generation. Go for, for him, I think the weekend might have sold more albums than Chris Brown. Believe it or not. Oh, you talking so? about you talking about accolades, not talent. You talking about accolades. Well, accolades, no, because I think Chris Brown still has more like awards than than Weekend. But as far as like digital, we, we being that we in that digital that digital era, he like this dude has like songs on YouTube, billions of views already. Uh, Chris Brown has a few, maybe that might have hit a billion, but the Weekend is just like I mean, shout out to what what whatever. I think he's yeah he's on OVO. He's he's from Canada, but them them dudes is just doing it, man. Yeah, I don't think, he, I don't think he's on OVO anymore. Oh no! Nah, yeah, I don't, wow. I don't think he, he. I don't think he with them anymore. But yeah, I, I, like to me, the modern day era Michael Jackson to me, probably I would say closest thing in terms of all around entertainer, Chris Brown. You know, I think a lot. There are a lot of people say Weekend based on the vocals. You know, but I, right. I just don't feel like that the Weekend's vocal ability matches Michael Jackson's vocal ability. It doesn't. It doesn't. No. But uh, the weekend to me is like a mixture of uh, I don't know who this third artist is, but the weekend his catalog reminds me of like Michael Jackson and Prince, but somebody else I can't think of who it is, but he definitely reminds me of Michael Jackson and Prince in one. But I just can't. It's it's a third artist. I I, I haven't really figured it out yet. 
but it's somebody from like the um who also from the eighties. I I can't I can't figure it out yet though. Rockwell? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's who we probably, that's probably sound more. Yo, hey, what up? What up to my homeboy Blizzo five oh three Blizzo Chopper? What up, man? Yo, shout out to the hill. Yo, that's who we most sound like though. Probably Rockwell, right? <laughs> he looks like Rockwell too, son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I just he like I said. Like, like I'm not. I. I. I don't know. Like I'm not. I listen. I gave it a listen because I know Zane. You always on me about not giving a guy a shot. So I listened to it and I was like, "Yeah, this still ain't it for me." But I tried it. And yo, like he has, he dated some of the flyest damn women in the industry, like uh, Bella Haddad. Um, you name it. Like this dude, I think the one that he was with the longest was Bella Haddad. She's the the younger sister of Gigi Haddad. Mm -hmm. You know, the big supermodel, whatever. But um, I tell you what, man, the epics, the most, the thing that really stood out to me with the weekend, we talked about it last year, man, when that dude did the Super Bowl, he was in that room of mirrors and couldn't get out. Like, people thought it was like a, a like a part of that scene. No, he really couldn't get out. He was, I don't know if he was high, drunk, or both, but <laughs> he really had a hard time getting out that room of mirrors, man. I was like, yo, I'll take, I'll take a here? guess. <laughs> he was on that candy, son. That was that candy, son. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yo. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. All right, so how about this? Do y'all think that'll be a good versus battle, the weekend versus Chris Brown, or not? Don't even bother with it? Don't even bother with it. <laughs> I think that, you know, would be a good battle. The weekend versus. um. Who's the who? What's the what's the Rebecca Black? Who's say, that? Friday, Friday, got you down on Friday. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Yo, the weekend, the weekend versus um, who's the what's the, what's the what's the other one? The weekend versus Doja Cat, maybe. Five hundred three Blizzo Top. My homie said in his song, he said he'd be on that. Sugar honey iced tea, you can you can't smell. Exactly. That is true. Yo, I I caught flack for it, but what did I dub his music when we used to talk about it? What did I label his music? That white line, son. That white line music, bro. Bro, you gotta look at it. Marvin Gaye. I think even Michael. Don't do that. Don't do that, Zay. No, no, son, you're going to lose viewers. You start talking about Michael Jackson, so don't do that, no, son. Don't, don't do that. Don't, you mentioned it. Look at the people you mentioned it. Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson. Marvin Gaye was known to dibble and dabble. And, like, anybody that went down to studio, what, 54? Yo, your volume. Your volume is low. Anybody that was hanging out in studio was Studio 54 in New York, right? Well, here's the thing, though, with Marvin Gaye and all of them, they you know, was, a lot of them dudes did indulge. But look at the look, yeah. at the look at the quality of the music. How can we mention Marvin Gaye in the same breath as The Weeknd? Well, no, I think that's one of the many people that The Weeknd, you know, was 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 inspired by Marvin Gaye, like you name it, like <laughs> the, the, the heavyweight. <laughs> The heavyweight and that 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 like I don't know if he writes majority of his own music, but I'm sure. Okay, prime example, right? You ever heard that song? Um, 
feels like some of a childish Gambino. That sounds like something that Marvin Gaye would have made to the, in, in his present day, even though the song came out like four years ago. Mm. Yo, oh, check it out. It's called Feels Like Some About Childish Gambino. My, my, like my, if you close that, my wife, huh? my, my wife loves that song, son. Bro, she, that she sounds like Marvin Gambino. Gaye right there, man. That's something Marvin Gaye would have put together right there, bro. She loves, she loves Childish Gambino. I've never, yeah. I've, I've, I've never heard a record by The Weeknd that made me say, "Oh, this sounds like Marvin Gaye." <laughs> I don't no, see no, 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 I'm I don't not, even think I'm, there's an artist big enough to even go against the weekend on verse. I'm not denying. Now I'm not the better, his the following, better. I would never deny that he has a cult um, following. I'm, I, I, that's undeniable. The yeah. dude, has, he definitely has a cult following. I just don't. And when we start talking about like the greats, mentioning him, mentioning him in the same breath as yeah. Prince, Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye. Too early. Like yeah, yeah, and just vocally, like you know, like those was those were singers, singers. You know, so to mention the weekend when you start talking about Marvin Gaye, like Marvin Gaye, beyond even his music, his 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 just his 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 uh social economic, like his social impact in music with you know what's going on and inner city blue, you know all those, those different songs or whatever they had bigger bigger implications. Than, you know. What's the name of that song, yeah. Zane? What's the name of that song? <laughs> All this shit sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody buying them, though. Somebody buying a whole lot of them, Joyce, yo. Your volume. Your volume. I haven't been on the podcast in a while. I miss you, brothers, right? But I did listen to the Nas Magic album. Do y'all think we will ever get a Jay versus Nas verse? No. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think them guys is, is is guys is past that, man. Mm -hmm. They won't do that. What, 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 now that we on it, what do you think about Buster and versus Eminem? I would say Buster has that. I would say Buster has that. I think that that would be a comparable competition. Mm hmm. I don't. Glad you said that. The only thing about that. Your volume, Zane. Your volume. My bad. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. The one thing about that, I'm glad you brought that up, brother Rob. Um, now with that, versus will get a bigger or wider audience if Eminem is involved. If Eminem is involved, anything his name is a part of, all it takes for him to go on his social media and say he's a part of versus. That's gonna bring a a very vast wide audience to verses, but I think he's I white. think Buster Rhymes the watch. I think Buster Rhymes the watch because he's white. Number? You think because he's white, Zane? Yeah, that, that, that'll help. No, but that'll that'll help verses because there's a lot of people that's non-minority that don't even know about verses. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. There are there are people that's non-minority that watch verses, but it 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 like once it takes. 
uh, Eminem to, to click that button and say that he, he's a part of the versus platform, that's going to make a, a bigger a bigger audience. I think, no, I think like, numbers, number wise, number wise, I think Eminem will win, but quality of music, I think Busta Rhymes should get that. Because Busta Rhymes have a better stage performance. He's very uh, uh, animated, vibrant. He has, like, I mean, some of the dopest club songs that we ever heard. Like, any time I was in the club in the 90s to early 2000s, I mean, even mid-2000s, when Busta Rhymes come on, it's, 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 it's a whole other situation. When Eminem come on, it's like I never danced to an Eminem song ever in my life. But, but not he got, to say he got he some good songs. He got some What's, classic songs. Yeah, he, has, he has, like, okay, like, okay, he came out with Slim Shady. You ever danced to Slim Shady? <laughs> but, in a club? but, but Zane. That's what I'm, but he has lyrics, though. Well, what's the, I was about to say, what's the criteria for which we evaluate in the verses based on who's going to make you dance? That's the evaluation? No, I would say the, the song structure because, like, a lot of times Eminem, even though Buster Rhymes can like Buster Rhymes can switch three modes. He can he can he can rap medium fast. He can do like you know a little jive like slow. Eminem mostly he just raps fast because and a lot of that stuff is gonna go over people's heads, especially people that's non Eminem fans or trying to listen to Eminem's music. But Buster Rhymes he 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 he's been in the game longer than Eminem, and like I said, it's, it's all about stage performance. Like even prime example right. One of the greatest of all time was Biggie Smalls, but he didn't have stage performance. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z don't have stage performance. Nas don't have stage mm -hmm. performance. When it comes to stage performance, you get like Ludacris, uh, like I said, Busta Rhymes, Mystical. Yeah, that's true. People like that, you know, they 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 can they can they can they can gravitate off the energy off the energy from the crowd. Oh. And that's something that Eminem would definitely need in order to even think about stepping on stage with Busta well, Rhymes. I want to go back to something that you said. Because I think you make a good point. You said that once Eminem hit that button, that's going to bring a whole new audience to Versus, right? Oh, yeah. So Big time. with Eminem yeah. hitting that button and bringing that new audience to Versus, Eminem would win solely based on popularity. Because no, all that, of the people... That's what I yeah, said. Yeah, number-wise, yeah, he would yeah, win. But people, quality of music... That's going to be on and it's going to be in the comments is going to be because of, primarily because of yeah. him. But here's the other thing I think that, you know, like about the versus stuff to me that is kind of, is kind of dry because it's all subjective. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of which era you prefer, which kind of MC you prefer, you know, and I, I was, it's funny. I was having this discussion today and I was saying like, I think that sometimes as black people, we can't, we, we are reluctant to give Eminem his props as him being a, a dope rapper. Like rarely, no, he, he rarely do you, like, rarely like do you, rarely do you see how people have Eminem listed in their top 10. And I get it. And I understand mm -hmm. why. Like, if you actually sit down and break down Eminem's lyrics, like, Eminem is a lyrical dude. Now, do I have him in the top 10 yeah. if I put a top 10 list together? Probably not. You know, probably. He in my top 50. Probably. Pro well, he, he, he in the top 50. 50. But I couldn't even give you 50 good rappers, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, but, but how you call it? Come but on, Eminem. Yeah. 50 really good rappers? It'd be hard for me to give you 50. Yes, not even rappers. I would say MCs. I'll give you 50 nah, MCs. It'd, be, it would, it'd, it'd probably be hard for me to, like, like, to think about like fifty good MCs, it'd probably be hard for me. I would say, I would say, if Eminem and Most Def lyrically, I think Most Def will watch Eminem. To me, I don't know about that. Now, I don't what? know about that. And, 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 I, and I and I and I love I love Most. Yeah, I don't know. About I love that. Most. 
most can put some mm -hmm. some real wordplay together. But, but I, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know from a from a lyrical, and it's not taking nothing away from most, mm -hmm. taking nothing away from most. But he, they, they're in, they're, they're it's two different MCs, man. I wouldn't even pair them up. But I tell you what, though, even though Nas, Nas said clown Jay Z when Eminem did the Renegade verse on Jay Z's Blueprint, Eminem ate Nas on that damn EPMD? Nas King Z. Yeah, did you Eminem um, went? Do you, so do you think that do you think that Busta Rhymes is a better lyricist keyword emphasis on lyricist than Eminem? You know what? I'm a backtrack. Lyrically, Eminem, he's in my top fifty, but there's so many people that came prior to Eminem so, on that. So hold set. on, hold on, on but, hold but, on. Let me but ask battle, you this. But wait, wait, wait. wait. No, 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 no. Back, back quick, to what you know. Real quick, Mason my top fifty. Okay. No, murder mace. Okay, murder okay. mace, not mace. Murder okay, mace. so that goes that tells me <laughs> that tells me when we start talking about lyricism and not to discredit anything that Mace has done as a rapper, because I think Mace is a great rapper. But when you start talking about lyricism, I don't have him as a great lyricist. And that's why I said, Ooh. like, can I name fifty people that rap? Yeah. But as far as lyricism, when you start talking about lyricism, you're talking about the black thoughts. The big puns, the big daddy canes, the Nas, the cool Red, raps, the most deaf. Red man. Black I mean, this. Razkaz, OC, Red man. Red man, yeah. You know, like, that's when you, you, you start talking about lyricism, like Inspector Deck. Those dudes, to me, those are Jizza. Those are lyricists. You know, so I, I'm sorry to cut you, you know, to cut you off mid your thought, but when you start talking about 50, I'm like, yo, I'll be hard pressed to get the 50 people that I'm like, yo, damn, these is, these is lyricists <laughs> or whatever. Speaking, speaking, of, speaking of 50, there's, right? there's 50 out there. I think 50 Cent and Jay-Z will be an excellent battle. Do you think 50, 50 can you, go with it. Do you think 50 Cent is a great lyricist? He's a great rapper, but hey. I think... Uh, <laughs> Is he uh, in your top 50? It, 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 no. No. But 50, he was, I would say, the last artist as far as rapper to change the game in a major way. Record sales, publicity, all the other good stuff, staying the beast, kept his, kept his name, uh, you know, in, 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 in uh, media. But he chooses his career wisely because he's ventured off mm -hmm. into many other yeah. fashion, you know the 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 vitamin water. He he's used his career and his popularity to to a great extent. Royce the five nine in your top fifty. Literally. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that yes. dude is dope. I think I think Royce the five nine don't get the, the credit whole, that he deserves. The whole slaughterhouse. Mm -hmm. I even put Button in there. Joe, yeah, Joe Button. Yeah, Button is definitely in there, but I think Royce the five nine. That dude is like. <laughs> Man, that dude, that dude is is very out of out of all of Slaughterhouse. I think the most slept on out of, of out of Slaughterhouse, I would say, is uh, Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye. 
Yellow Wolf, and um, George Joel Ortiz is dope too, Charlie. Because when you think of Slaughterhouse, you only think really. The first two names that pop up is Joe Buttons and, and Voice the Five Nine. Joe Ortiz. Nah, Joe Ortiz. Don't sleep on Crooked. And, and Crooked is yeah. a beast, son. What Crooked about is Lloyd, a Lloyd beast. Banks? Lloyd Banks, top fifty. He's an MC. He's an MC. He's better than fifty. Lloyd. Damn, Lloyd I Banks. Said it, I said it here first. He's better than fifty. He is. Lloyd Banks changed the game too. He is. See, but I always felt that Lloyd Banks was just uh. Just as good as Fabulous, as far as cadence, as far as rhyme Better. flow and pattern. Yeah, he's like he's like Fabulous, but I think it's going to be very tough for the upcoming verses to to top what Jada did. Jada, 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 like really made verses what it is, man. As far as in a hip hop standpoint, there were R and B stuff that was good too, but hip hop standpoint, Jada changed the game with that. What man. about? Again, we talking lyricists. Snoop Dogg, top fifty lyricists. He's a rapper. Yeah, he's a rapper, entertainer. Always kept his name relevant, like Diddy. Corrupt. Like Snoop, Snoop, Snoop freestyle. Corrupt is an MC. Corrupt. Corrupt is corrupt is nasty. But is he corrupt in my top fifty? Is he top? He's, 50? he's in my top fifty. I think he's, he's in my top. top 50. Exhibit. He'll be like number exhibit. I haven't heard that much from him since uh, the paparazzi song. That might have been the only song I heard from him when he was killing it. And yeah, I only heard that one song from Exhibit. The only other thing I know about the Chronic Ice Cube, Ice Cube, another one, Ice Cube, Top Fifty Lyricists. Yes. Yeah, you got to give Cube his just due. I think Cube was in my top. He's in my top twenty-five. Chuck Chuck D. Absolutely. Top twenty-five. Now, what Top if I told you? What if I told you Smooth the Hustler wrote some of Chuck D's later, later uh, recent rhymes? Ooh. I wouldn't be surprised because <laughs> hey, Smooth, 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 Smooth the Hustler was writing Foxy stuff too. Ooh. Shout out to Smooth the Hustler, man. We had Trigger the Gambler's brother on there last Yo, week, so, but so, Smooth the Hustler was writing Foxy stuff. So, can you be a top fifty lyricist or somebody writing your rhymes? Hell no. You ain't writing your own songs. <laughs> It depends how much the person wrote. Nah, you just to me you disqualified. That ain't your pen. Okay, Drake, Drake, right? No, Drake is not a top person. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying as far as Drake, right? Drake had the what's the guy that came out and said he was Drake's writer? I can't remember the guy's name, but it was the guy that Meek Mill that they attacked you. Now, yeah, the whole time, oh Quentin Miller. Yep. The whole time I'm thinking that Drake wrote. All of his stuff, then Quentin Miller came out of nowhere, and I'm like, damn. I would say push it, push it, T, push it. He got a new album coming out he's too. A, he's an MC. Yeah. Just left good music. Yeah, no, nah, I got, I, I got push. I would say push it, T. But I, my point is that you know, I think it's harder to get to fifty than what you think because we named right there. We named quite a few people. I don't even know if that's twenty. When you start talking about lyricists, we're not talking about rappers. We talking about lyricists. I have to sit down and really look. I gotta look through my catalog because I, I like I like brothers like Ransom. <clears throat> Ransom is an MC. But you will put Ransom um, as a top fifty lyricist. In top fifty? Yeah. Hell yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'll put I'll put I'll put Ransom in there. I'll put El, I'll put Elzad from Detroit in there. Elzad, yeah, I can see that. But not I don't know about no Ransom. I I couldn't have Ransom. Really? Yeah. Listen Zane, to some of his Zane. work, man. He got, he got, he got some dope jokes. A 
Cool G is top 10. Cool G is top 10 to me. Your volumes, eh? Of course, Rock Kim. That goes without even saying. Mm -hmm. What about Ed OG? Nah, not a top 50 for me. <laughs> no, no, top 50. Top 50. Not a top 50 for me. Not a Ed OG or top 50? Nah. I'm from Master Rock Berry, but not the fruit, y'all. <laughs> nope. Common? Probably Master H. Common. I will put Common, Common yeah, on I, we can't hear you, Zane. Nah, he'll be in my top 100, not top 50 as far as Common. Common is number one. I got top Common 100? Top 50. Top 100. I got Common in the top 50. So, yo, we talking about lyricism, right? I used to love her. It's one of probably like one of the greatest hip-hop concept songs ever. You trying to sell me on that point, bro? No. Yeah, I got. I, I mean, my opinion. I would have him a top fifty. I would have him. I would definitely have him a top fifty. It's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of MCs out there, man. They just don't get. They don't get the shine. Right, what about? What about Ghostface? I'd probably say yeah. I probably I could have Ghostface in my top fifty. Slick Rick. Absolutely. Slick, y'all. Top 50? Come on, Sha. In top 50, you wouldn't have Slick Rick in there? I'm thinking because, yo, I'm, a slick, slick, I'm Rick, a slick Rick fan. I'm thinking about, like, his just his body of work and everything. It'd be... It's it'd not be much. A, it's I, not much. I would have to... I probably would have him because, like I said, like, 50 to me is a big number for me to identify 50 people. When you start talking about lyricism, like, to me, Slick Rick, storytelling, hands down. You know, mm. wordplay, eh. When I start thinking wordplay, I start thinking about like people like G rap, G rap, wordplay, mm -hmm. pun, wordplay. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Pun. RP, RP, yep. And like you said, Inspect the Deck. Inspect the Deck is the best Havoc. Of setting off the weekend. Havoc. Song. What about Havoc? No, Havoc what about has, Prodigy? Havoc has what about improved Prodigy? a lot. Prodigy, of course. But Havoc, what about Beat wise, Havoc? I would say, beat wise, no I would beats, say he's Havoc. about lyricism. Lyricism, no. I would say prodigy, man. I would say prodigy over havoc, bro. Of course, havoc got but come to find out. I, I didn't know that havoc at the beginning was, was writing, writing prodigy writing lyrics. Raps, yeah, yeah. Havoc havoc, yeah. but it, I, 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 I don't have havoc as top five. I'm glad you brought that up. Tragedy, he is definitely top 50. Like, Tragedy gets that same type of situation that Royce the Five Nine get to me. Like he doesn't get his. Yeah, I mean, have just like, do. He got, he got some. He got some lines that if you listen to Tragedy, yeah. you be like, "Ooh, this dude." I may have him in my top. Where, where he come from with that one, right? Yeah, <laughs> I may have him. Big shout out to Tragedy from Queensbridge. Styles, Check Styles, out that episode Styles of No P. Ideas original last year. Definitely Styles P. Styles P. Um. Yeah. But it's mm. like, yo, there's a lot of a lot of people. All right, there's a, a lot of MCs, huh? There's Nicki a lot Minaj. of MCs. Nicki Minaj. What about what about what about what about Safari, Vanilla Ice? Safari's writing her shit early, so no. <laughs> Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ice, man. Yeah, I got no. Vanilla Ice in my top fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> top top fifty million. But yo, my point Ooh. is with this, like, yo, it's it's always gonna be debatable. But to yeah. to me to find fifty. MCs like with lyricism, like that. It's tough. Yeah, it is yeah. tough. Now I could probably do it. I start digging up and like, yo, okay, 
Cause I Farrell, I start going to Farrell Launch right. and this that or whatever. Like, yeah, you could, I could get you fifty if if that's what Big we L. get. But the reality of the it York is, is like, who else? Nah, go ahead, Sha. Yeah, I said, but the reality of it is like, yo, to find fifty dudes, fifty lyricists is is fifty really good MCs as lyricists is hard. And that's what I'm saying. Like with that Eminem versus Buster matchup, I think that I think that'd be a good matchup. I just don't know if based on Eminem's popularity that Buster would be, you know, and, and, and then again, you start talking about relevancy, you know, songs like, to mm -hmm. me, Buster's last album was dope. I still didn't hear but it that's yet. To me, yeah, that's to me because I'm an avid listener of hip hop. You know, I could put it out, yeah. put it on in the car, you know, and be like, oh, this is, this yeah. is, this is hot, whatever. But to the general right. masses, I don't know how they would embrace it. And then, you know, once they get on that live and Eminem's hundreds of thousands of millions of fans show up, you know, but I do say shout out to loyalty is demanded. He said, "Drag on." Yeah, we gotta, we have to hype call it. We do have to stop, stop fronting on Eminem because he ain't a person of color. <laughs> Yo, oh no, it's not that. It's not <laughs> that. Long no, tomorrow, said he's a visitor, so. <laughs> nah, no, Eminem. Eminem is nice, man. All right, but one name that I didn't hear you guys say, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm. As far as this rap stuff, I'm, a, I'm gonna ask you this is my final question. As far as this situation, y'all didn't mention Tupac. Is Tupac a lyricist or a rapper, or an MC or a rapper to y'all? That's you know, the rapper to me. That's always been a tough one for me because I always felt like Tupac made great songs. To me, yeah. Tupac made great songs, and like what I mentioned about Marvin Gaye earlier, like the social impact. Like I think Tupac was brilliant in that magnitude. But when you start talking about like wittiness and word wordplay and all that, like. You know, when you when you line up and you like who's the top who's the top five, like I would put Biggie before Tupac, you know, because I just think Biggie was more witty and had better wordplay. Um so I've always struggled even with like, the, huh? Even based upon the extensive catalog that Pac has, I, like if you had I, twenty Pac songs against twenty do, Biggie you songs. Know why? You, I, you know why? Biggie? Because I'm always a person that I've, I've always thought quality trumped quantity. Like that's why when okay. I listen to an album, I prefer an album with ten songs, ten songs, eight of them good versus twenty-five songs and and There's five garbage. of them twelve good. garbage. Yeah, right. so you know how you call it. Like to me, two. I I would never deny the um the impression that Tupac made on hip hop, his talent, his ability. But when you start talking about lyricism and all that, like I've never had him as being in my top two or three people. You know, as as. The best. I gotta sneak one in. I gotta sneak one in, Sean Rob. Grand Pooba. Oh, classic. He's an MC. In the Grand in, Pooba. In fifty, probably. Like I said, fifty's a big number. Yeah. I'll put Pooba in there. Fifty's a big number, mm -hmm. so probably. You know, but uh I I mean fat what about fat Joe? That's a fat no. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Joe has gotten Fat Joe has gotten better. He has definitely gotten better over the years. That's a fat no. Fat Joe, Fat Joe got better writers over the years. He's got he's gotten better over the years. Oh man, he's definitely much better from Jealous One's Envy. Definitely that. But you know something? We we mentioning people based on nostalgia. We would have to sit down and compile this list based on accurate, you know. Facts. Not and we'll probably all have, and we'll all have fifty different people probably. Yeah, like oh yo, Diamond D's first album, Stunts, Blunts, and Hip Hop was crazy. I got Diamond D. 
in the top 50. Yo, shout out one, to one of my favorite artists. Shout out to Ring. One of like, my what? favorite artists is Andre the Giant. AG. Shout out yeah. to AG from Showbiz and AG. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Yeah. Can OC. I get a soul clap? OC. Yeah. Oh, how can we forget mm -hmm. that? Hey, when, when OC came out, shout out to OC. For the people that's listening, uh, check out the No Ideas original uh, podcast interview with the with the God OC, man. It was, it was definitely a lot of gems dropped on that. But um, OC, when he came out with Time's Up, he went at the industry, bro. Mm -hmm. You lack the minerals and vitamins. Irons in the nice. Killed it. J. Rue the Damager. Damn. Oh, top that's 50? a classic right there. Top, top 50. He's top 50. I listen, yo, bro, he, I li he, I listen to He would song. be on my to, top 50. Bro, I listened to his um his first album yesterday, uh, The Sun Rises in the East. Mm -hmm. Ain't the Devil Happy? That still resonates to today, bro. That yeah, song I, is I, like I incredible. That's in my favorite. Top 50. I don't got What's up with Cormega? Cormega. What do you rate Cormega? I don't know if I I don't MC. I don't know if I got Cormega in my in my top fifty. Uh I would you know who I would put in my top fifty? Buckshot. Buckshot. <laughs> oh damn, Buckshot Shorty. Damn. Buckshot. I would put Buckshot in my fifty. Sean Price. Would, Sean Price. I would put I would give here's Sean another Price. one. I would also put Tretch. Oh damn. Yeah, Bro, it's so there. many damn. It's so many, man. I would definitely put Tretch in there. That's a fact. Tretch, Tretch, Tretch definitely got to be in there. No, of course. Tretch, of course, Big Daddy Kane. Would y'all put Fife? Fife was hard. Fife is. I like Fife, but he wouldn't be in my top fifty. No, Yo, for I those would... that just joined us, we talking about top top fifty. MCs of all times and just throwing out names of who we think would, would mm -hmm. be in the top 50. Pretty much the most slept on MCs that no one talks about. To me, there was a point where there's always a time in hip-hop. I don't know if y'all noticed it, but there's always a time in hip-hop when there is either a person that's the, the, the king, they're the epitome of it, where everybody hands down like, yo, this dude got it at this point. Like, I think yeah. Nas had it, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. All of them had it at some point, but then there's always another point in hip hop that I tell people about where there's always like this point where like, damn, like they was right there to have it. And a couple of people that I think about is Big L. Big L to me, yes, sir. Like right there. We're like, damn, Big L might be. I got a name. You know, for I'm gonna one? let you finish. I got a name. Fife, for Fife was another one. Fife? And there was a, you know, who, you know who was the one to me that I was like, damn, like yo, this person probably got it. Prodigy. I think I know who you're gonna say. Prodigy. Prodigy. Prodigy was like, yo, after Prodigy, after I think I shot you came out, and Prodigy yeah. was uh, talking about. We even mentioned LL. Yeah, like yo, back on the real yeah. side of things, swing crack, fat dot, yo, yo. Prodigy how had we didn't mention KRS One. Okay, I mean that's, 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 that's a no-brainer. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 yeah. obvious. Okay. What about okay? When you just mentioned that, as far as the ones that was 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 right there, I got I two think for y'all. I think Jay Electronica was right there, but nah, he, he his, his work ethic, his work, too, his work too ethic early is too for me to put him too early. Tretch no? was a problem. Yeah, Tretch, Tretch. I got Pitt, three right now. Tretch was crazy. Pause, pause, and Dave and Beanie Siegel. Beanie, Damn, Beanie Siegel. Yeah. Well, pause the news. I would, yeah, I would probably say yeah. I would probably say yeah. 
would, I would probably hey, say yeah, Shy, I'll be, be Shy Rob. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yo, I'm 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 I would probably say for um for Paz, I think Paz was like an underrated lyricist that a lot of people don't realize um his talent and his ability. So yeah, I could I could see him. Q Tip, I would probably say no. Um Tip I, is a rapper. I like him as an artist, but when I, when you start talking about like lyrics, like nah. Yeah. Yeah. Cam, Cameron. Um, early Cam. Cam's first album. You know who you know who was, you know who was slept on too? Two dudes from the roots. Um Malik B. Mm-hmm. And what was the other dude? Dice Raw was his name? What was the other dude? Dice Raw, son. That's my dude right there, mm-hmm. son. Dice Raw can give you that heat. Yeah, the roots. Most people the most people that me and my man, shout out to you, Chenna, Uche. We love MF Doom. Mm. Yeah, yo, Doom see, was a problem. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like those are the dudes when you start talking about lyricism and 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 MCing. Like those are the dudes. Like you can't bring up Mace. No disrespect to Mace, because like I said, like to me, Mace is a dope artist. But when you start talking about lyricism, I don't I don't know if I would have Mace in that in, in lyricism. What about cannabis? I think I think I think I think Mace when 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 Mace was the murder Mace, his word his cadence and his wordplay really fit. But then he I because, I just used the word commercial. But, he went he that route and, it, and, he, and he, he started playing with like I'm I can make this look easy. And he and he just made those songs that came very simple, very easy, and they pop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Puffy made them songs pop, man. Yeah, because he was. They, you heard all that Big L influence. All of them had the Big L influence early on, but then afterwards, once Puffy right. sprinkled his touch on it, it became something different. But Cam's first album, that first album, Cam Cam was spitting on that first album. The second Lupe album, Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco. Lupe's nice. I would probably have him top top fifty MC. I think. I think Lupe. to me, Lupe's un, he's underrated. He's very underrated. Yeah, he's underrated. He, Very he, talented. He sold me. He sold me with with kick bounce. I was like, "Damn, this is some kick, new shit." Kick push, kick bounce, kick, kick push. push. I kick bounce. <laughs> I'm making up shit now. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Cuzzo, what's up? I see you out there, Cuzzo. Yeah, treachery is definitely a problem, B. Treachery is definitely a problem. Um, cannabis. That's what I said. Cannabis. What do you think? Can- you just said cannabis. Yeah, cannabis. He's, he's an MC, son. He took it to L. Second round, he took it straight to L10. I don't give a fuck with nobody's yeah. state. Yeah, his rhymes were better follow, than that. He didn't follow up. Battle. He didn't follow up. He didn't follow up too well, but second round knockout no, was the L, class. You know so. what, though, fellas? LL had the damn cheat code, man. Cannabis song was like three minutes. LL song was like eight minutes, man. L won a popularity <laughs> contest. L's lyrics wasn't yeah. better than cannabis lyrics on that. Um, that's it wasn't. Wrong. It wasn't. Yeah. You know, there was a time where people were scared to get on the track with cannabis, too. That's a yeah, fact. Like, yeah, yeah, that's I would probably fact. say like 96, well, it was probably like 96, 97, 98, can, when cannabis was on fire, people wasn't trying to get on no tracks with cannabis. The main the main two that had incredible verses on that Firm album was Cannabis and Half a Mill. Shout out R.P. that Half a Mill. Yo, Half a Mill was ahead of the time. What, do you, what about his one? His one that, that, that's going to bug you out. Lyr- lyricist. Top 50 lyricist. Sticky Fingers. Mm. Wow. Sticky was kind of nice. Sticky was Sticky was great. He sticky, was great. Sticky, sticky was kind of um, nice. Uh. When 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 Honest came out, 
Everybody waited he's for that very, sticky. He's very clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was. He was ahead of his time with that. Um, what about Gifted Unlimited Rhymes Universal? I love Guru, but I don't know if I got him a top fifty MC. Yeah. Nah, I, I tell you what. What 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 really helped Guru was the beat production by DJ Premier. The, his voice and too, I think, his cadence. Yeah, his voice, his cadence. Yeah. You can have, you can have the av, you can have the average rapper that says Jack and Jill went up the hill, but if Guru was on the beat, it's going to sound classic. I mean, he made Little Dap and Group Home, right? He made them sound great. Yeah. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm telling you, your Sticky Fingers, Sticky Fingers, to me is an underrated lyricist. I tell you what, too. We we ain't gonna be no male chauvinists. There are a lot of female MCs out there that were great too, yep. such as MC Light. Uh, who else? Is MC Light, MC Light a top fifty MC? No, but as far as females, yes. No, 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 Female, no, no, no. So, We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna to, do that. To me, as a man, no. do that. <laughs> top fifty MC Latifah. No, Latifah is up there. Latifah, I think I think she still don't get the credit she deserves. But that was Treacher's she pin. She transitioned. That was Treacher's pin. You know yeah. That, right? Really? I didn't even know that. Dude. I didn't know that. Damn. That was Treach. That was that was Treach's pin. Shout out to Treach, man. Ti. Little Kim, Foxy Brown. What about Ti? T.I. be tripping, man. Like, this dude said that he would go against Jay-Z, Nas, <laughs> Yo, and somebody else in the first. They evaluate them based on their lyricism. He evaluate them on who they are as people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, T.I. be using... T.I., don't get me wrong. T.I., he's he's good, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put T.I. over Scarface. Oh, we even meant Scarface. T.I. falls in that category of what I said. Remember I said that there were people that was on the cusp? Right on the yeah. cut, Kareem got it. Lauren Hill, top fifty MC. Lauren yep. Now I said Lauren, Lauren Hill. Hill yo, Lauren. Lauren Hill probably. I'm gonna go as far as saying Lauren Hill's a top ten MC to me. Yeah, Lauren she, Hill watch a lot of these lot. rappers. Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. She kicked a lot of niggas' asses yeah. for real. But but um, yeah. Ti again is one of them dudes that I think was right on the cusp, but like he was next. But with derailed Ti is when he ended up going to jail. But he was like there. He was like he was next to blow. Mm -hmm. Roxanne Shantae. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Nah. Sorry. Not nope. my, not yo, my yo, top Lauren Hill. Not my top fifty. Lauren Hill. And if Nicki Minaj is was actually writing her rhymes, I would say Nicki Minaj is a top fifty MC if she actually wrote those rhymes. And that's that's the main Andre question. Yeah, hundred three thousand. So is Big Boy. So is Big Boy. Big Boy. Damn. Twister. Twister. Nope, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis Bleak. <laughs> nah, he's in the top 5,000. He's he's number 5,000. Young Chris. Not for me. Young Chris. Young Chris is good with the penny. He a lot of stuff for Wale, allegedly. But I had to put that allegedly in there. Um, Young Chris is nice. He wouldn't be in my top 50, though. He'll be in my top uh 200. <laughs> Damn, 200? Yo, it ain't even 200, 200 rappers. <laughs> <For> <laughs> real, Yo, he right there. He's 160, and Mac 10 was 161. Special <coughs> Ed. Special Ed. <coughs> no. 
not a top, not not to me. Um, there's so many damn rappers, man. Uh, shit. Um, did anybody mention Luda? Kareem said Luda. I don't have Luda as a top fifty MC. Nah, nah. Luda got balls, man. Uh, did we Luda, say Luda, Red Man? Yeah, I said, said Red Man. man. Um, Luda, Luda controlled the two thousands, man. I mean, Fifty did. was there, but Luda, Luda. Yeah. I, don't I like Luda. Oh, I don't got him. Lil Wayne. I would say yeah. I would say yeah. yeah. I was. Um, <coughs> Rob Google search. Killer Mike. Nah, I wouldn't say. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 I like Mike, but I wouldn't have him in my top fifty. As an MC, nah. Joel Santana, no, no. All right, Jim Jones either. Oh. <laughs> I will spit out my fucking drink. <laughs> Jim Jones, though. Nah, I, just, I yeah. tell you, Jim Jones got. He, he, he has improved his pen. Definitely. I'm going to say he I must. I want to hit a Lobby Boys album too. Most certainly, he has improved his pen, and he's been he's been more consistent than I've I ever thought he would be. It's Fab at this point Cameron. 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 Fab. Cameron. Fab. Yes, sir. Nah, I don't. Know. I get Fab. I get Fab his flowers in that regard. I'm too with bars like this. I'm too. I'm too old to kid you. I got a adultia. That's who. That's Fab. Right. And the soul food joint. I'm too old to kid you. I got a adultia. And you got him as a top fifty MC. Yeah. I would pick I would pick Cam over 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 Fab. When you listen to Cam stuff, they might say he be doing like jibber jabber. Right? Before he got computer. No, before that. Yeah, before that. When you listen to Cam stuff and break it down, like he's actually saying some 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 mm -hmm. some some yeah. Aruka the school of. To your medulla ruler, to your fool cooler, <laughs> put your food in the cooler. It's <laughs> too <laughs> Measure snow with a ruler. Az probably yeah. Um, Az. But but bun B. No, no. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there now. I'm throwing names out there now. Mix mixtape mix nature. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Yo, you put a top fifty MC on the strain on the strain for clue tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Snagglepuss. Now that's hell no. Damn. Um, that was all right. He was all right. He 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 was. You see, I, he didn't have, he had that much of a body of work yeah, outside of his tape. Yes, it's perfect for his time. I give, I give it. I cooler the schooler. I tell you the hula. It's a lot of it's a lot of Brooklyn and Brooklyn people in Brooklyn. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to fill it with Brooklyn. Um, shit. Little C's. Nah, 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 I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> Damn. Um. Uh. Raekwon. I don't know. Yeah, he He'd be in my 50. I don't know. He's one, he's one, of, he's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. I remember, yo, shout I, out I, to Do Drake. I like him? Yeah. But my, yo, my criteria for MC is like, is like the ultimate wordsmith. 
that just you know like mm. the bars and the, the we start talking about double entendres and wordplay and rizza no rizza no but jizza yeah i would say jizza but not, not nice. rizza but jizza he got a new mixtape out too shout out to jizza no um, oh, yeah? um mm -hmm. came out like two three days ago what about master killer he's nope. nice too i think i think he i think he's he's underrated um uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever listened to a Master Killer album in its entirety. I haven't either. I listened to like maybe three cuts off the albums that he, maximum three cuts off the albums that he put out. But that dude, he he ha he has a little mystique to him mm -hmm. as far as his flow and all that. Um, very first one, very first verse was what uh, Mystery Chess Boxing. He came off. And he it was at the end, and his his his. his his delivery was so different from everybody else that he had, you know, he didn't sound like nobody. Mm -hmm. Um Capadonna. Not for me. I like Cap. That Capadonna went to Wars verse. I thought he was like yeah, the brainchild. That, yeah, that don't make you a top 50 MC though, one verse. Yo, with the, the with the, <laughs> yo, a broken clock is right at least two times a day. See, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like any, anybody can get lucky one time. Anybody could have a dope verse but one executive? time. No, right. When he came out with that damn you know verse, bro, I thought he was like the mastermind. Yo, of you know what we should, we, well, we should, we got to wrap up for tonight, but you know what we should talk about on the next show? We should talk about, is there ever, is there any rapper who has never had a dope verse? They, that they literally haven't had one. Oh, it's plenty. One dope oh, it's verse. Plenty. <laughs> it's plenty. You oh, got <laughs> who? who you said, Rob? You got <laughs> nah, no, you got came off. No, no, no. I ain't gonna fight. You got came off. You got came off on the um. You got came off. I'm gonna give it to you with no trivia. <laughs> no, no. Nah, you yeah, got you yeah. got best verse. His best verse was on Triumph to me. His best verse ever was on Triumph. I agree. I agree. You can't say protect your neck to the, the, the B while you. But Triumph. I don't know, if, I, you know what, Rob? Man. You may be on the side. I don't know if I would say that was a dope verse, but that was his best verse. He said, "Rob, ain't even have to think twice." He said, "You got." <laughs> Yo, but that's hard for me to think about it. Like, and you can't go to none of the. You can't go to no Tone Lokes, Vanilla Ice, none of those. You got to go to people that we all know and that pe other people respect as rappers or MCs, and tell me like, "Yo, tell me one of them who had who they never had a dope verse." Damn. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. I like that. All right, that sounds good. Yeah. Now you gotta go this. through a catalog and listen to a whole bunch of terrible music. One hit wonders. But you know something? Remember the, the criteria is a dope verse, not mediocre. Because there are some people who have mediocre verses, you know, all the time. But you ne but they never made you be like, yo, hold on, rewind that back. What he said? You need to find find a person. Yeah. Once you get somebody, once you get somebody to. You you hit the rewind button like I gotta hear that again, like that's where it is. Yep. Still, mm -hmm. Rob may have, yo Rob may have got. I don't think I've ever rewind back and you got a verse. Nah, so I haven't. Never. <laughs> never. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, no disrespect to the gods, so I I never did. You got one of like, hey, I, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I gotta get on your show because I heard about y'all going at me. Hold on, Kareem said, "Yo, you think Cormega never had a dope verse, Kareem? I think Cormega had a had plenty of dope verses, honestly." No, nah, I think he's naming uh, the other MCs oh, that okay. had because he was right above that. He put AZ.
So I, I'm sure he ain't what? talking about Cormac had a whack verse. I got one. Oh, what? What? Hey, we we forgot, man. Rock Marcy. Rock Marciano. Oh, Ron Fetz. I like Rock Marciano. I like Rock Marciano too. Corp, yeah, I'm trying to Ron think Fetz. of Cormega. Cormega, yeah, Cormega's had verses to me that I thought I listened to. I'm like, damn, that's a dope verse. Little Fame from Little um, Fame from MOP. Yo, hold on. Little For the fame. people in the comments, are we naming people that we still think are MCs, or are we saying that these are people who never had a dope verse? Nah, I gotta be MC. Because Little Fame, I think, had, he's had, he had a dope verse before. Shout out to MOP. Another thing, too, check out that No Ideas original podcast interview with Billy Dance from MOP, too, when y'all get a chance. What about the um the dudes that um for, that we were talking about earlier from the group home? Have I don't think they Lil ever had Dap a dope verse. And, uh, Nutcracker? Yeah, Lil Dap and what's the other dude? Nut? What's his name? Nutcracker. Nutcracker. Like that, yeah. I don't know if I yeah. Okay, all right. He said those that they are MCs. Yeah, that's yeah. No, nah, they quality. Little Fame, I think I'll probably have in the, I could see him in the top 50, a top 50 MC. Damn, yo, you but make yeah, me feel uh, bad about you, God, though. <laughs> you, like, you, you like you, God? That's all right if you like him, sir. I like Wu Tang as a collective, so it's hard for me to, you know, I like Wu Tang as a collective, so it's hard for me to single out that my least favorites is probably him and Master Killer. Yeah, because them two are hit or miss, especially yeah. especially uh, Master Killer, because there's some joints that I absolutely love of Master, like Killer. Master Killer. But like you said, but if you listen to a whole album, after you hear the joints that you like, you were like, where did he go with that? Like, he just messed up the yeah. flow with that shit. I, like, yo, I like Master Killer on, was it Glaciers of Ice that he on? Yeah, yeah I think so, yeah, yes, sir. I, I like him on that. But yo, you, yo, Rob, you said that they hit a miss. You just said you got ain't never had a hit. Everything all misses. <laughs> nah, you know what? Because there was there was one album I did, and I went through it, and it might have been one or two songs. I was like, that was good. But when you putting a body of work as an album together, you get one or two songs that's all right. And the rest of your shit is like, you should have just dropped a single, homeboy. Two singles, and that's it. Not a whole project. Guys, second verse, second verse, uh, second best verse besides the first verse for me was when he did uh, impossible. I can't hear you when he did what? I said, uh, you guys, second best verse besides the uh, the triumph so, uh, song was when he did the verse on impossible on the Wu Tang double album with him, Ghostface, and um, uh, RZA. I probably didn't listen to it, honestly. Like Eric I was, Sermon. Not a you guy fan, Bobby. Eric Sermon. Lyricist? Uh, Top 50 MC? No, not for me. I always I always thought Paris Smith was better than Eric Sermon. Me my too. But, but, but Eric Sermon did have that dope album, though. That first, what was yeah. the first solo album? I forget the name of it, but that first solo album with Hostile on it with Keith Murray. That mm -hmm. was a dope album. Oh, damn. We ain't missing Keith Murray. Was Keith Murray that, I mean... He came in with a different style, but he wouldn't be in my top 50. But I think Keith Murray is in the same, like, lane as cannabis. He came in, it was hot, then went lukewarm mm -hmm. real quick. I agree. I agree. I would what about the dude from Lost Boys as far as party music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ask Yo, me that real quick. Thank you for as as party music. <laughs> no, I didn't. 
Yo, yo, Zane be changing the criteria where Mr. Cheeks is a top of the list. Boy, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, wild dude. Yo, thank y'all for tuning in to No Ideas Original Podcast. We catch y'all next week. Peace, everybody. Peace. Peace. <laughs>